and welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friends, Scott Jacobson. Hello! And Michael Hanna. Hello. And on today's episode... Ooh, ooh it's just spooky time. Stop, it's <laughs> too scary. I gotta go to the bathroom. It's too scary. <laughs> it's too scary. <laughs> I gotta go take one of my famous 42-minute bathroom breaks. I'll be right back. Yes, and on today's yeah, I'm episode... I'm leaving the mic on. We're... <laughs> gonna talk about the uh, spooky uh politics of the upcoming midterms Ooh. Ah! <laughs> scott, politics I are scary i gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> I was gonna say, scott i want you to know you scream so loud your mic cut out <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal baby that's what i'm here for <laughs> in actuality though in actually i don't know if we necessarily did this in the spirit of halloween or if it was just the timing on it, I suppose. We I mean, you went ahead. The timing of they released the Halloween well, movie, yeah, Halloween <laughs> that they planned probably. Yes, I mean it's true. Together. It was it was by their timing that we have our timing. Exactly. Yeah. We so, have secondhand timing of the season. Yes. So uh, what we did is uh, we went ahead and actually watched. Well, we've all seen. Um, actually, I don't know if you two saw it together, but we've all seen the uh, Halloween 2018 uh, sequel. So I'm talking about the movie Halloween. Yes, and we're gonna kind of give one. a review of the. I don't remember the director's name, but that guy's uh, Green. David Gordon Green, thank you, of his trilogy um, for uh, Halloween. Uh, so just to kind of give a little rundown in terms of what we did, um, we all saw we've all seen 2018 before, so we didn't have to uh, rewatch that or like everybody had seen it. So we didn't have to like spend a day uh, watching it. And then what we went ahead and did is uh, before Halloween Ends came out, we went ahead and watched Halloween Kills, which is the <laughs> sequel to Halloween. And then uh, we did watch uh, <clears throat> Halloween Ends all together, all the boys together, so we could uh, have our first impressions oh, all together. Um, for uh, Sorry, and I completely forgot to mention this. I was the only one who hadn't actually seen Halloween Ends, so that's why we went Halloween back. Halloween Kills. And- God damn it. Halloween Kills. (laughs) He's already Uh, confused. (laughs) I'm already confused. I'm the only one that hasn't seen Halloween Kills by uh, the time that uh, we decided to watch Ends. So we I we 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 went and watched that together. (laughs) We will. will, will, Sorry. Yeah, we we went and watched that. And then uh, when Ends came out, we all watched uh, Ends at the same time. Okay, there we go. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> we <laughs> watched did. the movies, to put it short. Yes. And uh, kind of just a first little, uh, just give, again, uh, kind of like a baseline. Uh, in terms of the Halloween franchise, where, I guess, I, I kind of want to get a baseline on where everyone stands. I'll, I'll go first, so I because I probably have the least exposure. That's a first, I have Logan, seen first. True. I have seen, because I don't need time to think, um, I have seen uh, Halloween, the original, so 1978. I've obviously seen this new uh, trilogy. Um, I've seen, I believe, uh, Halloween 2, so the one uh, that the one that comes after the original. Uh, and Not then, Halloween 2, Halloween 2. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah. And then I have seen the uh, Rob Zombie, the the first Rob Zombie one. So the first Rob Zombie Halloween. 
those are all of the uh, Halloween movies I have seen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw it to Scott. Hey, it's me. Uh, So (laughs) I've seen, I think my, actually my first Halloween movie I'd seen, this series eluded me for a while. I think the first one I saw was the 2018 one. Mm. Uh, And then after seeing that, I did go back and I watched the original with Michael. I remember that. We did watch it. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think. I don't. Besides the this new trilogy and the original, I don't know that I've actually sat down and watched other Halloween movies. I have a general working knowledge of them just from online stuff and you know YouTube channels. Thank you, Dead Meat. Uh, yeah. In terms of actually uh, actually watching them, I don't think I have much beyond honestly the the new timeline that they want us to work with the original and then the new ones. All about the new timeline. It's all about the new one. Nothing else matters. Overstrode. Oh, not my sister. Not my sister. Not Michael's. Not Michael's sister. All right, Michael. It's your time, Michael. Uh oh. (laughs) So I've seen uh all the movies of Halloween except for probably the Rob Zombie Halloween two. Uh, I own Halloween two. Halloween two. Halloween two. Yes, the Rob Zombie Halloween two. Uh, Halloween too. See, I was a little confusing. This is timeline, but uh, I have like the whole box set of like all the movies now. I think I just haven't gotten the two most recent ones on DVD or Blu-ray. The kills and ends, but uh, yeah, so I've seen all of them. Uh, probably would consider it my favorite like horror franchise. Uh, just because I, I like the name of the guy, I don't know why. It's his I was name. Say, but uh, <laughs> it's but a little yeah, creepy. So I've, yeah, <laughs> I've seen uh, all pretty much all of them except for one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, can well, I just yeah. say real quick? Because yes. we're talking about all these titles here. Can, yeah. I, I, I just want to appreciate Halloween Kills and Ends for having like unique titles. Because, like, we have multiple Halloween 2s. We have, at this point, three movies that are just called Halloween. Mm-hmm. We have, the timeline goes from Halloween to Halloween. And I just, I feel like part of my brain is just, like, sinking. Uh, but that's how... So thank you, Halloween Kills and Ends, for actually having unique titles. Even though they're kind of nope. difficult to put in order. But that's how the year goes, Scott. You go from Halloween to Halloween. You don't every year put on Halloween the second. Yeah. So hot. Why you have to come Hall- at my we're not traditions going into, like this? <laughs> we're not going into Halloween the 2022. Yeah, exactly. We're going into Halloween. Idiot. Checkmate, atheist. <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I guess just to kind of start out, uh, what were our opinions uh, in terms of... So since we'll just dive right into the review of, I guess, excuse me, the new trilogy. So uh, I'll, I'm going to admit here, it's been a while since I've seen 2018. Um, It's actually kind of funny. I did actually watch the Dead Meat video on it recently. So uh, like I've I've seen that. He's a master now. Yeah. Um, Opinions on uh, 2018, because uh, as... I feel like we could probably all agree a lot of the Halloween sequels beyond like Halloween two, not, not great, not, mm-hmm. not very good. Michael, so this is true. <laughs> this is pretty true. Yeah, Halloween, Halloween <laughs> two, uh, 
Halloween 4 was nice because it was back to Michael Myers. But uh, other than that, yeah, they're just, uh, they can be just right. <laughs> yeah. So, 2018. Um, I'm not sure if we want to go into a very general uh, like plot synopsis of what happens. And one of you two may need to do it because, again, it's been Uh-oh. quite a while. Uh, and, and then just kind of get uh, general opinions from you guys uh, in terms of what you thought of uh, 2018 first before we go into the other movies. Yeah, I was going to say you want to do uh, if we want to do the plot thing first. Uh, yeah, we can. It, it, it's not super complicated. <sighs> Basically, in the first Halloween, Michael Myers kills uh, a couple people, a couple babysitters, as we all know, and yep. some of us mm-hmm. love more than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Halloween 2018 takes place 40 years after that. Where Michael's been years. locked up for forty years. For forty and, years, uh, he's been forty years. Sorry, been 40 I'm getting years. ahead of myself. <laughs> forty years, Logan. Linear I, I, time I, I, is not yes. welcome here. You know sorry. this. It's <laughs> a podcast. People can control the time for us. It's true. Anyway, masters of time. <laughs> On the forty-year anniversary of his, uh, we'll call them shenanigans. Be very charitable about it. Yes. yes. Uh, Myers breaks out. Really. And, How uh, is that charitable? <laughs> well, what, what, what would you call it? What would you call his hijinks? The little <laughs> rascal up to with no good. I'll call him murders, Scott. I don't. I don't Where's your I, sense of I, elan, Logan? Oh, Where's your oh, sense of oh, romance? <laughs> this is an adventure. Uh, what adventure? He people. adventured those teenagers. You're right. <laughs> he adventured those teenagers, <laughs> and then put the tombstone on the bed. Anyway, yes. Uh, so Michael breaks back out 40 years later and uh, the the one girl who survived, Laurie Strode has been expecting this and it's at the cost of you know being ready. kind of labeled a bit of a, a weirdo for thinking about a boogeyman all her days I'm like come on Laurie, get a job, do something get a job I'm a weirdo drink a, drink and Radiohead, I mean Laurie Strode uh, <laughs> arms up for uh, another showdown uh, that she barely survived before and that's Halloween 2018. It's just it's basically like a reprisal of the original dynamic where a uh, boogeyman comes out, boogeyman kill, and uh, hijinks ensue. <laughs> hijinks ensue <laughs> more than um, the first even. Yeah, and uh, just to kind of uh, for a little bit of a finer detail, just, uh, just they also do kind of deal with the fallout of Lori being this obsessed. Uh, person with her daughter and her granddaughter they play uh, a pretty big role in the movie as well uh but uh, sorry i just want to no that, that is out. an important thing family, to know. yeah she's yeah, she's family. got family the most important thing right now is family, <laughs> family. Thing is, and it really is her family is important that's why she prepared the whole time true she's it's all true. like family he's going to take my family will talk to me about family why imagine the uh, 2018 Halloween cut where every time Laurie says family, it just cut it's like a frame of Vin Diesel <laughs> yes. in the same outfit. <laughs> Wait, in the same outfit as Laurie, or yeah, yes. oh, okay, no, no, Laurie in the same outfit as Vin Diesel. Just what do you super, want for me, Logan? Just superimpose Vin Diesel <laughs> over <laughs> Laurie. Logan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Logan, what do you think? What do you think of movie? Um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it, I'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this. Um, I feel like it could have very easily had a uh, 
Star Wars Episode Seven because I actually don't remember what the like <laughs> uh, subtitle for that is. Uh, the Force very... of Money. Force Awakens. Yeah, that one. Awakens. Sure. Awakens me what it's Spongebob. It could have had an issue of that where pretty much all it's really doing is retreading ground because, I mean, we have... Uh, well, obviously, we have Laurie and Michael again. 40 years uh, <clears throat> have gone by. Uh, the... I guess when I really... Sorry, the reason I say that is because, again, they have these returning characters. Uh, they are a bit different. Well, except for maybe like Michael. <laughs> like he's still pretty just evil incarnate. <laughs> the um, except except for babies. Apparently the line is drawn at babies. Um, <clears throat> but You know if that baby had a knife, he'd be all over it. Like, he, he would be. It's true. He'd be dead to me. But uh, the reason I say retreading is... Or sorry, why I say it could have had something like that, but really kind of avoided it is because I think they did it smartly where a lot of things that um, Michael did in the original, they actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, supplant with Laurie or they substitute Laurie and kind of like recreate those uh, shots as where they recreate some shots from the original where uh, originally it was Michael stalking Laurie, but uh, it's actually uh, in the remake, and not necessarily stalking, but uh, it's the same shot, but it's Laurie, like, generally, usually looking at, I think, what it was, it's like her granddaughter her or granddaughter. something. Yeah. So, I think that was a smart way to do it. Uh, the new Doctor is pretty much just, uh, kind of like Dr. Loomis again, but more so off the deep end. Uh, he even mentions he was a student discount of Loomis. Loomis. Yeah, honestly, discount Dr. Bar- Loomis. Bargain bin Dr. Loomis. Yeah, we have except, Loomis at home. Yeah, yeah. It, it, except this Loomis, because I don't remember his name. Uh, Sartain, is, uh, right? Sartain. Yeah. Sartain. Uh, he is actually obsessed with Michael, so they do, like, uh, sorry, obsessed in a way of him, instead of like Loomis wanted to do, where he wanted to when after michael broke out he was just like no he needs to die um he's just like i need to hear michael talk i I, like i'm i'm part of the michael cult now he's just such a cool guy (laughs) i love him and i want him to shine my basketball yeah Mm -hmm. so again it's pretty similar but for the most part it shakes things up enough where you can be like wow that's kind of similar but i can see the changes here and it's not like a just a substitution for it it's not one for one so i thought it was pretty good uh it was just michael kind of doing michael things he did uh i'm pretty sure he did more damage in this movie than he did in his previous one mm-hmm. which and i and i do appreciate how they bright that how they kind of brought up that hey yeah it's, uh, like i understand why this is like haunting your family because you know something directly happened to you but for the rest of us that was like 40 years ago and like three people died to like some guy with a knife and like we are a small town sure and we remember but um that bridge it's just like i that's <laughs> that's that's bad sure but it's not really that big of a thing so kind of framing it like that is i like that i like that uh i don't know i i i do think i liked it overall you think Oh, you know. He thinks. I think, therefore I know. He thinks he knows. 
classic Logan. Yes. Always thinking. And now oh. I'm waiting for you guys to go. <laughs> Scott, after you. Uh, oh, I guess I, 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 something's compelling me to go right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so like I said, this was my first Halloween film, actually. And so uh, I thought it felt very classic, like you were saying. Like it just seemed like an... Uh, Again, like a classic slasher, you know, the guy oh gets God. out, he gets up to his usual <laughs> naughtiness, and uh, you know, eventually that finds its eventual conclusion where he's like, Okay, stop naughtying. He's like, Okay, uh, I thought it was now. fine. Settle down. Uh, I, th- I think that I really only started to, I don't want to say like dunk on it because I think it's still a pretty solid film, especially <laughs> considering some of the stuff, yeah, but I think it was with the uh, when I started to think about it, that uh, it started to kind of fall apart a bit. And probably after I saw the first film, because then I could make those connections that, you know, you made like, oh, you're the new Loomis. Oh, my goodness. It's Michael Myers, you know, all yeah. of this stuff from the original. And I can see now that they're just kind of bringing it out for, you know, I guess, for me, the new audience who, you know, isn't going to make those immediate connections, not because they're like so subtle, but because I just don't have the other material in front of me. Like, well. Okay, that's the doctor. Ooh, he's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I think the thing that nagged at me a little bit is what you were talking about with the uh, the question of, like, the scale of Michael and uh, his notoriety. Yeah. Because, like, it makes sense. Like, we, we've known as a collective culture, us, us boys specifically as well, because we know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know everything. We, we've known for 40 years at that point that Michael Myers is the embodiment of evil. You know, he's a yeah. big guy doing whatever he wants. And most of that is, you know, cheeky little ruses and playing around. A yeah. uh, little, little rascal. Little digging chip. up headstones. Uh, digging yeah. up headstones. Oh, I love digging up his headstones. Uh, and so w- we understand, we would, we know that, you know, he's a big, I don't want to say idol, but he's like a big, a big name, a big presence, something to be, you know, feared. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of like mystique played up around the character in 2018 that doesn't really make much sense if you're only going off of the original film. Like, I agree. Like, you're right. Like, there are definitely flashes of like, yeah, I know it's scary for you and you think really ill of this person, but uh, it was 40 years and like three people, you know? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you have these. There's like, like, like a character literally he, says that in the film, he's talking to the granddaughter, Lori, and he's like, He's like, oh, big deal. Like, sure, that was some crazy shit. But really, one guy with a knife, three people, he's like, by today's standard, it's not really that crazy. Like, they even say it in the movie. Right, yeah. right. But then you have things like the uh, like the amateur podcasters who are going, like, driving however many miles they drive to go, you know, try to get Michael to talk and then talk to Laurie Strode, the miracle survivor. And, you know, there's it, it feels like there are aspects of that, like, unkillable boogeyman myth that we all know about from the last 40 years there's baked in there and they don't fit quite right like you like you know what i'm saying right like it just feels like mm-hmm. someone skipped ahead a little bit yeah uh, i would the only thing i would argue on the podcaster's point is i think that i can kind of see why it would focus on that because i think it's kind of talking about how like true crime and this is going to yeah, sound they were like dead meets videos right uh, but I, I think what he says is really accurate is that it really comments on true co- true crime podcasters and kind of how they almost kind of get off on talking about this shit and right. like like uh, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like profiting on other suffering. Like, and I, I'm I'm gonna tangent for a second here, but it's Uh-oh. really Uh-oh. similar to the new Everybody Dahmer series on Netflix. On. What series on Did that? you guys interrupt me? God damn it, you fucking assholes. <laughs> it's like the new uh, Dahmer series. Logan, on I'm sorry, Netflix. what's up? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna make a podcast about it first. <laughs> this is when Logan stabbed me 37 times in the heart. <laughs> this is Logan killing me by Scott Jacobson. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it. he's crazed. It's insane. But no, it's kind of like the uh, Dahmer series on Netflix where it's, it's kind of fucked up that they're very clearly profiting off of the pain and suffering of actual people to make a show and no it's not a documentary and yes i have seen the thirst tweets for Dahmer. it's fucked up i hate it so much um but it's kind of like that kind of it's kind of crazy that i have an example in real life of not necessarily people getting off to it but definitely going into like detail for it and like actually not really caring about the the fucking victims and uh profiting off of these real life tragedies and it's like what are you doing (laughs) right what are are we doing here guys so it's like and again the the, sorry this is the last thing i'll say honestly making a yeah, sorry, making a Dahmer documentary is literally the worst thing you could do because all these serial killers want is to be famous. And what you're doing is putting their name and their deeds out there, the exact thing they wanted. What the fuck is wrong with you? Done. Back to Halloween. Sorry. <laughs> right. And you are correct with everything you said. Yeah, I, I totally get that commentary. But it's also something that is going to come up when we talk about the other films. So I wanted yeah, to lay yeah, that down. Yes, like, no, you're right. right now. You're right. But I, I'm just I'm arguing specifically right. for those people. Right. Because right. they no, would be the ones that would dig up cold or not even cold cases, but like cases like that. And I think, it, the, well, you know, obviously he probably shouldn't have as much mystique, but I can totally see them going to Lori's house and being really intrusive and trying to talk to Michael to get the inside scoop. I do agree, though, that the mysticism around him is probably a bit much. <laughs> right, right. No, I agree. And I think yeah. that it's actually uh, wrapping that up in that commentary is actually a kind of a clever way to not regurgitate, but, you know, re, re reify, you know, like, hey, th- this is the lore we're going off of. This is the exposition in case you didn't see that stuff. Yeah. Because especially <clears throat> considering that this is a we talked about this last week. This is a franchise with uh well, a bag of gummy worms would be more orderly than the timelines for the Halloween series. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. true. Uh, and so just to solidify that, I think I, I think it's okay. I just wanted to like, that was like the one thing that stuck out to me. No matter how like poorly or well executed it was, that question of, well, wh- where are we starting really here? Like, I know we're chronologically mm-hmm. starting here, but where are we starting like in terms of our attitudes, you know? Yeah, you know what? I feel like I could have like maybe actually would have make made it more sense to kind of give Michael this mysticism is to make it more mythic, like have the town of Haddonfield. I like, I'm, I'm not sure how much this would actually, you know, work, but have the town of Haddonfield like known for like the Halloween killings because Michael not only killed his sister on Halloween, but then came back 
uh what like 20 like 21 it was 50, years, 21 well, was years 20, yeah, 15. 15 he was so he, he was comes, 21 yeah 23 so or something like he, that yeah. he comes back 15 years later and does more murders and kind of have that as a mysticism where like that's the that's what head and field is known for is this killer coming back sure it, it's been 40 years but like that's a story they're known for and maybe i was trying to think of maybe the reasons the podcasters there is because I don't know if like a more like it's almost like a tourist thing could work. I'm sorry. I'm like thinking about I'm thinking about it out loud. Right. I well, it's been a while since seeing it. I, I feel like I feel like maybe they could have been or it, it, they either they could have been like maybe this happened. I don't remember. Or maybe they could have been in a in an alternate timeline where we get to decide what the movie was uh, actually like. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, trying to start that, you know, because they're like, hey, that could be its own sensational thing. Yeah. And again, uh still piling into the idea of stop profiting off of someone's actual real life suffering and right but uh yeah i but that's not what the i was just kind of spitballing ideas for maybe what could have been cool but that's not I feel a loogie out there yeah i was <laughs> spitting all over the franchise yeah. um yeah, yeah sorry I, yeah, I, that, that was uh, like the on. only thing that really kind of like nagged at me afterwards uh ruffled your well, other than that I thought, yeah, I'm, oh, they were, oh, they were wrestling. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, I thought it was nice. It was solid. I thought that the soundtrack was great. Uh, and oh there were some God, really yeah. memorable, uh, really memorable kills. I and so, yeah. can memorable, I just yeah. say, and uh, sorry to, do we want to talk about some of that stuff first? Or do we want, you know what? Sorry. You know what? Sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Michael, give your opinion. And then maybe we can do oh. like, uh, like our favorite kill from the movie. And I, I know that sounds fucked up but it's a horror movie come on <laughs> it, it almost sounds like the exact thing you were talking about with the Dahmer stuff <laughs> but that's not real <laughs> this is not real this is this is fake movie that's real movie. fake movie <laughs> that's real. Yep. Yeah. but michael so, um, as, a, <laughs> as a halloween devout how, yes. how did this one stick I, for you i really did enjoy it i thought it was a uh, really fun uh showing off kind of that whole because from the original movie it's the whole battle between kind of michael and laurie she's the survivor he's the killer and uh, it really played into that a lot. In like 40 years, you know, she survived and she's been, been planning on surviving this whole time. Years. And they had their, you know, their their kind of show off, their standoff in it. And, you know, she shows just how much she prepared all this time for it. And so I really thought it uh, showed off that dynamic of the franchise and like their two character, I guess, uh, like their relationship with each other, how much better than how in Halloween Resurrection, where their relationship ended with her kissing him and then he threw her off the building and she died. Uh, <laughs> but that was a different timeline. So we're, we're talking about other timelines now. What the fuck? <laughs> that's accurate. No, that's accurate. That's, that's what accurate. it does. She dies so, in the first like five minutes. What the, f- what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> But no, I really, I, I really did enjoy it. It was fun, fun movie to watch. Uh, I really thought it was a good, in terms of being like a sequel to the original. It felt really solid. Like it's a good rom. It's a forty-year skip. Classic <laughs> uh, I, I shenanigans. It a lot. Yeah, you know. Can I? Um, can well, I? Ask... Actually, Logan, real quick, I just had a question. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just completely random, but it popped in my head. Yeah. Now, Michael, as someone who has followed this mm. franchise for a while, I'm curious. 
Uh, is there anything that you kind of missed that they didn't include by like restarting the uh, the chronology here? Like, does it feel like that big a loss that Laurie Strode's not related to Michael anymore or anything like that? Um, no, not really. I mean, I don't know if it's just because <clears throat> like they've restarted like the timelines before, and so just at this point, it's not that <laughs> different. Really. It's not that it. big. A, He's numb to yeah, a little say. bit. <laughs> but um. <sighs> No, I can't think if there's really anything that I mean. I, I was almost kind of nice that they weren't related because that just felt like kind of a forced thing in uh the yeah. second movie that they threw it in. So when they're like, "Oh yeah, they're not really there," it's like, okay, that makes more sense. That you know, it was just because it was more the mystique of, oh, you know, he she was just a babysitter and he came back to his hometown and he was just killing people. You know, that could happen to anyone. Versus, like, oh, actually, they're related, so he was drawn to her that way by some, you know, cult magic or whatever from Halloween yeah. 6 that they went into. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, really, because <sighs> this restart of the timeline is pretty much... I think that's, like, the third time they kind of restarted the timeline, really. Because Halloween 4, when they went to Halloween 4, it was like, Laurie's show was already dead. And, that, and then <clears throat> they did a couple movies of that timeline. And then in H2O, which was the 20-year anniversary one, Laurie was back. And then she died in the movie after that, Resurrection. Now she's back again. So mm-hmm. it's like they just keep restarting the timeline kind of that. You just kind of roll with the punches. It's like, all right, what's going on <laughs> in this one now? <laughs> this, these are the rules we're playing with here? Okay. <laughs> so i kind of have a question um kind of or you you do or you don't for, for, i think he does scott i believe he for, needs to say he does for this new trilogy because i keep and maybe it's like has has something to do with the marketing material i'll be 100 percent honest i did not pay attention to any of the marketing material so all of my opinions are beyond that because i know for some of the later movies that we're gonna so the two other later movies some people were pissed off based on how it was marketed i didn't pay attention to that so that didn't really have too much of an effect on me but my question is if we're just looking at if we're just supposed to understand that, um, you know, this timeline is brand new, we're coming off the original 1978 Halloween. Uh, there's no like, uh, you know, they're the brother. So I, I feel like, and I don't know if maybe this is just because we have so much Halloween before where it's really established that Michael is drawn to Lori. And in this movie, I, I don't, I've never, cause I'm pretty sure they also, uh hinted at it already that michael isn't really after laurie he's just kind of killing but it's kind of everyone else that pushes him towards laurie like is but Mm -hmm. i i feel like a lot of people take that as oh well it's michael versus laurie and it's just like no it's Michael is just a evil incarnate who doesn't particularly give a shit, but everyone else pushes him in that direction. So he's just like, fucking all right. Um, So I I don't know. Do you think that's just kind of a remnant of these fucking timelines that keep getting reset? Or do you guys think it's maybe the movie just didn't do a great job of explaining it? Or is it just because I haven't watched too many of the other ones that I just didn't really have that 
I don't know, idea. You know what I mean? I would think maybe it's probably more of a remnant because I think they were trying to go with like Halloween 2, the original 1981 Halloween 2. Yeah, Halloween uh, 2, not Halloween 2. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Um, I think in that one, they were kind of trying to push the idea of, well, because they're brother and sister, that he's kind of drawn to her because of that. And then they might have even gone with that into like Halloween 4 and 5 and 6 because like in that one they kind of followed Lori's daughter who would then be Michael's niece because they were related still in that timeline so and then he was kind of drawn to her because of that so I think they were kind of going like he was drawn with the familial ties in those earlier movies and then that kind of like bled over into this new trilogy where they're not related anymore and there's just a, it was just pure happenstance that he was killing the original night and she just happened to be in one of the houses he was hitting for his good old trick-or-treating fun <laughs> michael myers style rap scallion yes he is that rascal <laughs> but i don't know what do you guys or sorry scott what were you gonna say i i say i agree with michael where i think it's one of those examples of we we're looking at this not as Halloween to Halloween, we're looking at this as Halloween, the entity that has existed for 40 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that's kind of become assumed because honestly, as someone whose main, you know, exposure to the series was this 2018 one and then the original from the 78, I never really got the whole like they're just destined to fight it out forever vibe. I know that yeah. the, the classroom had the whole like the, the lesson in the classroom was about like fate and all that. Uh, but honestly, again, yeah, I never really like I never really felt like it was that dynamic of there are two souls entwined. One must leave while the other dies or something like that. Yeah. Like something grandiose I, like that. I and uh, I, yeah, sorry. Go I and I was going to say, I totally agree. I, I've never understood that vibe. And I just like because <clears throat> this will be more relevant later in uh, the sequel movies where apparently they really marketed it like that and people were assuming that and then the movies themselves were just like no and it's just like well then why i just yeah no i've i've never gotten that it's uh ooh, it's michael versus laurie and it's just like no isn't the whole point of michael myers being pure evil is that it, like you said before it was just pure happenstance it can happen to anyone and it just so happened to happen to laurie but Michael doesn't right. fucking care. <laughs> right. Well, that well, that's the horror of the original Halloween, right? It's the boogeyman. He's yeah. He's everywhere. You know, he's not really out for you. You could just be in his path. You need to watch out for him. Yeah. And now, you know, we have you know the Lori, the fates entwined. It's really turning who this person that you know I guess was supposed to be just a stand-in for you know the the usual teenager. You know, the, the just any. Anybody that uh, lives in the U.S. or at other regions, I suppose, but you know the U.S. is the U.S. Uh, I forgot what I was saying with it. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it could happen to you. And now we have this very, you know, uh, Lori has become her own little idol. You know, like she is the one. She is the one who survived, and she will survive in again. I'll be honest, and I, I think, uh, and I'm sorry to anyone that thinks this. I think that dynamic is. Don't dumb. be sorry, Logan. I think it's dumb 
if you think that that's a good dynamic for Laurie and Michael, I think it's really dumb. I think it defeats the entire purpose of the first movie. And Halloween 2, don't get me wrong, the, the, the sequel to the original, good movie. Halloween, Halloween 2, two not Halloween, Halloween 2. two. I do not like, I, I don't like the, he's a sister so he's attracted to her and taking out all like just that's a weird the sense. horror of random violence. And it's like, well, but that's so much stupider. So much worse. Yeah, I never. I yeah, I didn't. I I mean, obviously, I haven't really sat down and watched those movies, but I that the whole dynamics never felt right. It, it, it felt like a. It, oh my god! Oh my god! It related. really. I feel like it really trivializes the whole point of the first fucking movie. Right. I it's just I, I've never liked the dynamic where it's like oh it's Michael versus Laurie. It's like no, that's. I feel like you missed the point. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was just something in Halloween 2 that they kind of threw in there and then they got stuck with it. Yeah, but yeah, it's... Right, there's forced to live with it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think with the um, the first movie, they never even mentioned anything about them being brother and sister or any sort of relation. That was purely just put in in the sequel, the, the original sequel, 1981 sequel. Yeah. Hall- Halloween 2. Not Halloween 2. <laughs> yes, that one's good. Yeah, so I uh, yeah, no, I'm and I'm pretty sure that's true. Uh, again, if I had a gripe with the original sequel, which I thought you know was pretty good, it would be Ooh, that sure. just because it really did kick off this dynamic of like oh, attracted to Lori, it's Lori versus Michael. It's just like no, goddamn it, it's so stupid. Anyways, and you can see it coming from space too. Yeah, <laughs> who is that mysterious little boy in the flashback? Gee, I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, overall, um, pretty solid, pretty good. Few gripes, but uh, liked it. Oh, uh, did we want to do our favorite kill before we moved on to uh, kills? We do it real fast. Logan okay. Winters. Uh, mine is um, I don't remember the friend's name, but when Michael is stalking Allison's friend through the yard and the lights keep turning on and off because he's so still, that was ah. cool as fuck. I loved that. Right. That's a and great then when, sequence. Oh my god! And then when he stepped around, stepped out around the corner, and John Carpenter's like new theme. Pl- oh, oh god! I love that uh, scene. It's th- so that good. Sound effects. Oh my god! I love like, it. Ran, they really ran like a, a bowstring down a guitar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, seriously. Mm. Yeah. It's like, oh Whoa. my god, that was so good. I loved that so much. <laughs> Big Mike's back. Big, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Someone uh, else go. I'm feeling I, very I, vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like that. There's another one I like, but I feel like Michael's going to take it and I'll let him have it. One kill that I actually... Uh, it's a couple kills that I really like is that uh, when... It's really, I think, some of the... not Maybe not the first ones Michael has in the movies, but they're they're really early. Yeah. Uh, when the, uh, the podcasters stop at the gas station Ooh, stroke uh, auto repair yeah. shop. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, if you pay attention in the background, you can see Michael bludgeoning the hell out of one of the mechanics. Yep. And then you see another mechanic with like their jaw smashed open yep. uh, and like detached on the counter. And you don't yep. see that one, I think. I think that's a different guy. But yeah, it's, I don't think for an off screen death, it is gnarly. Yeah, yeah. That that is something else. You just I'll see just... the remnants. <sighs> yeah. Right. I'll... I'll just, and, and then, then he Michael drops, drops the teeth. his teeth yeah. later. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. I, I'll, I'll oh, say yeah, this real quick brutal. before we get to Michael's thing. Uh, is something that I really appreciated about 2018, uh, the Halloween 2018, which I forgot that we did, which actually they did a lot in the original too, uh, is just very subtle horror where, again, mm-hmm. 
when the podcasters pull up to the garage, it's not like Michael or uh, it's not like you don't see my you. If you're paying attention, you literally see him get out of the car, get out of his car, walk into the background. And in the background shots, you see him moving and then start beating on the guy, which mm-hmm. they did that a lot in Halloween. The original, like, uh, I think one of my favorites from that is uh, when uh, Loomis is on like the street corner and Michael just yeah it's just like oh my god he's literally right, right there uh right. but no like it's hot subtle stuff like that where if like if you're paying attention you can see it in the back and you're like oh fuck right and i <laughs> so, just want to throw out that that's my favorite part of the original halloween yeah the fact that it, it it's almost like it's feeding into that the boogeyman is everywhere idea yeah. where watching halloween is almost equivalent to a, a movie adaptation of where's waldo <laughs> I mean, oh. yeah, really. <laughs> right. Where you're looking on, if you're paying attention, you see in the corners of the screen, Michael just standing there stalking. Yeah. And it's just like, it's such a cool thing. And, you know, it it builds that tension for when's he going to strike? What's he doing? What's he thinking yeah. about? Has he eaten lately? He looks a little peckish. What's this man doing? Yeah. So I, I love that aspect <sighs> of it. And I do love how they uh, incorporated aspects of it into 2018. Not as uh, prevalently, but it yeah. was it's still nice to see. Yes, very much. Uh, it's it's not a jump scare fest like every other Halloween. Uh, not sorry, not Halloween. Every other horror movie. So it's very nice to have that. Right. It's very refreshing. Uh, sorry, Michael, uh, go for it. Oh, I gotta go. With the favorite, my favorite kill then, because yeah. Scott left it for me. Uh, <laughs> towards the towards the end of the movie, right before the final confrontation of Laurie and uh, Michael, is when there's like two police officers that he kills, oh, and yeah. then. Uh, her Lori's son-in-law goes to like check the police car that Michael like rolled in down the driveway and uh, he opens up the door and there's the one police car uh, police officer that was dead and the other one was in the guy's lap and it was just like his head with the flashlight like a jack-o'-lantern mm. he like carved out the guy and it was just like a, his eyes were hollow and you said the flashlight stuck like into his throat and it was, it was a pretty gruesome very decorative very artsy craftsy type kill. He really took his time with it. You could tell. Michael, right. that, that rascal, yeah. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, it really is cool. a lot of time. Like, you got to hollow out the head or take the skin yeah, off. Yeah. Like, he's got to think about this. Like, all right, how do I want to do this? He's an expert. <laughs> I've also got 10 minutes before my next scene. I got to. Yeah, he him. also was like, you know, barely at any time. He was... He's an expert. He's a he's a master of his craft. Mm. <laughs> all right. So, the tortured artist. On. Yes. So, moving on to Halloween kills. Um, moving on. So, so, Scott, you did a pretty good job of keeping it short before. Because if I try, I'm gonna go through every <laughs> dumbass scene in this movie. Please, yes, <laughs> go ahead. Right. So, in stark yeah. contrast to the last one, which uh, takes place 40 years after the other one, yeah. Halloween Kills takes place literally the same night as Halloween 2018. Like, legitimately, if you haven't watched 2018 recently before going into Kills, you might be lost. It's that, like, that much of a continuation. And it continues right off of the ending where uh, Laurie Strode and uh, her daughter and granddaughter, a couple generations of, I believe, uh, Jamie Lee tried to call them hollow women. I don't know if that's caught on. Uh, Sorry, don't even get me started on some of the interview. And again, the only reason I know this is because of, or no, sorry, it's not Dead Meat. It's, uh, it was Red Letter Media's review where Jamie Lee Curtis was saying a bunch of weird shit about kills. I don't know what the fuck her problem was. I don't know. But she and her hollow women have trapped Big Mike in the basement and they burn the house down. Uh, and it seems like that, that, hey, we did it. They did it. Except they didn't do it because Mike survived. 
and he gets out of the burning house and he just <laughs> is absolutely tearing through Haddonfield, uh, which prompts yeah. the town to go on a little bit of mob justice because evil dies tonight. tonight. Oh my God. Evil dies tonight. And they're going to take us the in their own hands. Of that movie. Yeah. And it fi- what's going to happen. They're going to find Michael Myers and they're going to kill this plague. That's scourged this town for decades. Apparently scourged. Did I say scourged? Oh, he's been scourging. Except it's been 40 years and he killed three people. That's all he did. It's all he did. Logan, Logan you just don't right. understand the depth of this man. He's just too Apparently. Scared. By the I way, I want them, I want you to understand that this was kicked off because Tommy, and I, I, sorry, do we want to finish the plot synopsis before I like finish off the plot? Let, let Scott, Scott will yeah. finish up real Sorry, go on. Neat bow I, I'm going to try and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> well, how well, how further do you want to go in this? Like, because honestly, finish. it's kind of hard yeah. to pin down like singular threads in Halloween Kills. It is a okay. very so like, the oh, first oh. one was pretty straightforward where uh, Mikey Mai Mai comes mm-hmm. back in town and makes himself pretty known pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, Halloween Kills has like five different things going on at once, and they're all stupid. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, so, I'm trying to think. Yeah, because, I mean, really, there is a bunch of stupid shit that happens. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Basically, uh, kind of how we were talking about before, we're just going to go ahead and start going into problems. I'm going to try and not do a scene by scene. I'm just going to try and give like a overall like criticism of it i suppose um because the movie has a gigantic issue of bringing back nobody characters like Mm -hmm. so like tommy doyle who was one of uh um why can't i remember the kid's name this kid that he babysat tommy doyle was the kid that laurie babysat yeah yeah oh sorry well who am i oh no or it was lonnie 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 so okay yeah so There's tommy doyle the kid that uh was originally babysat he's still in uh this town for some reason okay th- sorry <laughs> that's the other thing all of these characters who went through this traumatic event in haddonfield are still in haddonfield 40 years later uh, uh do uh w- why first of and all some some of it doesn't make sense too you know it's just like nice they they experience I was... all four they experience all four seasons in Haddonfield. it's a really nice <laughs> climate you know you get all the full full year-round experience you can't get that everywhere you go so i yeah sorry so this movie has a gigantic problem of bringing back care again i not i'm not saying this to be mean i'm saying this because they were nothing characters in the original like they're just like side like super super duper side characters uh except for like maybe tommy doyle uh but tommy comes back uh the i don't remember her name but the fucking nurse that was with Doctor See, that was nice too. in the like, first five minutes of the yeah. original movie, I'll, and that was there's Marion Chambers. I, I was sure. gonna say like that's kind of <laughs> another thing, real quick. That um, it's kind of like them forgetting because like yeah, in the first one she was there for five minutes, but then the like, current Halloween two she was in it, and like another one of the Halloween she's in it. But if we're going straight off of just the original, it's like she was in it for five minutes. She was hardly in it. So she was right. She if was, you were going like for... with more movies included, then that makes somewhat more sense. Cause she was in a couple other movies. Yeah. But we're going based off of just a sequel to the first one. So it 
why would she be but, that important? But and also right. remind but, me, yeah. she worked at uh, what? It's not a. She worked at the asylum. They weren't near Haddonfield. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's what so, I was thinking about. Like she didn't like Michael drove to Haddonfield. What was it? Spring Grove? Was it? I, yes, yeah, Spring, Spring Grove. Place? You're right. Yeah, yeah. And that was a drive. Like she was only in Spring Grove. Like she doesn't yeah. live in Haddonfield. I don't know why she's in Haddonfield. I, I and by the way, sorry, just because like he Tommy specifically when he gets up and does his dumbass speech. Like points her out it's specifically. It's just like here's your people that Michael Byers attacked thirty. Sorry, fucking forty years ago. The nurse, where all Michael did was slap the window and pull her out of a car. That's all he did to her. He, he touched he her hair fucking, a little bit, Logan. He ran his hand over he your hair. Fucking jacked it. her ride. He GTA'd her. That's what he did. He did. That's all he did. Yeah. And then she. That was it. But she's sitting there like. I guess it was such a tragic experience. It's just like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Why too, are you what, here? Because <laughs> then they also bring back Lindsay Wallace, who was another kid being babysat by Lori's friend, Annie. Did Lor- did mm-hmm. Lindsay ever see Michael Myers? I'm yeah, she was in the house with Tommy Doyle at the end. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, they went uh, running out of the house. Uh, and then they brought back Lonnie. Which Lonnie, did... I don't even know if we even saw Lonnie in the first one. Really. I, I can't remember. Did Tommy yeah, we drop saw... his pumpkin or Lonnie? Maybe his no. They Lonnie pushed tripped uh, him. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They pushed his pumpkin. Yeah, they pushed uh, Tommy. I, I sorry. I've been like, I keep wanting to call Tommy Andy because I've been like uh, looking, uh, not reading, but like watching a lot of videos on like Chucky because I was curious, and I keep, I keep. Because they they both have that same fucking bowl cut, so I keep wanting to call <laughs> Tommy yeah, they Andy. <laughs> they do have the same haircut in the original stuff. Yeah, and they have like the same hair color, and they're like both like young kids. So I'm like, I keep fucking confusing them. Um, but Andy. Uh, yeah, sorry, Lonnie, Lonnie, <laughs> Lonnie. But they bring again. They bring Lonnie back for some reason because he's still in Haddonfield. The only other reason it makes sense that he's back is because his son is dating Lori's granddaughter. So I that's yeah, kind of how I, they tied him in. But still, it doesn't sure, make any sense. But why is he there? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, As the middle of the I mean, Midwest, some people just don't leave. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's leave. fair, but uh, God, no, it's... it's no, no, it's done. But like, it, it'd be forgivable if it did something with the characters, but it really doesn't bring them back to do anything but show their names, like flashing their names, like, "Oh, look at that, Tommy Doyle. Oh, look at that, Lonnie. He got his ass Ooh, away." From Bob Odenkirk. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not even a joke. He's in the movie. He is in the movie. We were genuinely surprised at the credits, but sorry. Uh, and this is kind of how you know it was stupid uh, because, again, Tommy's giving this speech about. 40 years ago, Michael Myers brought like evil into the community and it's haunted us ever since. And it's just like, but uh, uh, maybe you, because you firsthand experienced me. it and it's probably, you know, traumatizing, but that was 40 years ago. But everyone in the bar is like, yeah, yeah, Tommy's right. That was really traumatizing. It's like Slay oh, Queen, yeah. Slay Queen. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boogeyman. But it's just like, it, for, again, 
going off of the continuity that you were supposed to be going off of. We, Michael Myers had, as far as they had known at that point, killed three people 40 years ago. Half of the people in the bar wouldn't have even been like born at that point. And so it's just like, and some people kind of talk about it, but everyone kind of treats it like, eh, what, like, sorry, in like 2018, they kind of treat it like, eh, whatever. But then all of a sudden in Kills, it's like, I, but no, everybody's got a reverence. Oh, Michael Myers is uh, ooh, evil, evil. And like, that's the thing. They kind of just bring this pure evil thing out of nowhere because the audience knows that Michael Myers is supposed to be pure evil. Like every character for whatever the fuck reason acts like Dr. Loomis. It's like, it's kind of night. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. And they keep saying that they keep saying, Oh, evil dies tonight. And like when they find out Michael Myers got escaped, Tommy somehow rallies people in the bar to go out and hunt in the bar, in the town, at the gas station, anywhere in the hospital. And everyone's ready to fight. Every yeah, and everyone's ready to fight, and it's just like, oh, bu- what? What do you mean? That's so stupid. <laughs> it's been right. forty years. Uh, yeah, this guy should be like, in advertising. He should be moving out yeah, in some big city if he's doing all these new things so yeah, quick. Caught on so like that. Quick. But there's no I, like in, the movie doesn't justify it. There's no real justify justifiable reasons for any of these people. Ex- again, except for maybe Tommy to actually want to go out and hunt Michael Myers. It's just like what the fucking why? And right, I don't know. And then he somehow gets a mob together, um, and so they go out hunting for Michael Myers. And do they sit? Do they do they do it in one big group? Are they like hunting street by street? No. They split up into nice, killable-sized groups for Michael Myers to fucking pick up. Um, Sometimes not even that, honestly. There, are, I mean, the the characters in Halloween Kills are honestly, legitimately, probably gold medal winners for like dumbest characters in any horror film the I've ever seen. Okay. Like sometimes it's these easily like little snack pack groups just wandering around. But there are multiple scenes where this one character is like. I'm going to go in alone. I know that we are part <laughs> of a bigger group and we could say, hey, I know where Michael's going. He's literally just going home. He wants to go home instead of like calling someone or just waiting for backup or even just bringing the people they brought along. They're like, you <laughs> yeah. know what? I think it's time I have to settle this myself. I have the bullet that'll kill the booger man. <laughs> and then they go in and I'm going to give you three guesses. Their fate. <laughs> It's like uh, t- <laughs> they kill Michael. Are you? <sighs> you better not take all three of those guesses to figure out too. <laughs> I'll be so disappointed if you take all three guesses. But um, so yeah, so so okay, so that's one of the plots. Is it keeps cutting back to uh, Tommy and his goons because apparently the whole town is goons. Um, well, that's the from- thing. Like that's the that's the that's the the theme that Halloween Kills very ineptly tries to push, right? Goons. Like, it's, it's goons. He's goons making squad. us goons. Like, the evil of Michael Myers is not, you know, the Michael the Myers. It's By the way, what he's wh- done to this town. He, it's because of our infatuation with this evil that we become our own monsters or something. Re- remember how uh, we had uh, said, and I, I don't know if maybe if I shouldn't jump to this right now, but remember how we were kind of praising you go fucking jump uh, 2018's uh, like he subtlety before with kind of the uh, the movies and kind of throwing in the lines of kind of how characters feel about that. 
I don't know what happened, but the director or writer of this one was just like, yeah, no, fuck that. We're going to have characters spell literally everything out in really bland and straightforward terms, and we're not going to justify it. There is literally at some point where this stupid old sheriff is just like, and now he's turning us into monsters. It's like, shut, shut Right. Cut at your mouth. <laughs> and this is like immediately followed by Judy Greer delivering like, ah, oh, fuck it. None of us are innocent. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, it's you just were, like, you weren't even part of this. It's like, yeah, it's like, what? God. So it really tries to tackle this thing of like, oh, mob justice and, uh, I, I don't know, fear and paranoia, like turning right. p- good people into monsters, into an angry right. mob and doing bad things. Hysteria, generally. Yeah, hysteria. But they do it so bad. It's awful. It's right. Trash. And if they committed maybe you know a little bit more to it, like if like like what like what I was talking about before with the 2018 is that they really kind of get a little bit loose with is Michael Myers the 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 shape of evil or is he an old man whose legacy has turned him into that? Yeah. And if they wanted to, you know, build into that, like, no, it's the it's this legend and it's this, you know, pervasive love of violence that's making more monsters than, you know, Michael really is. Maybe I could see that. But then they throw their hands up and go, no, he's kind of an unstoppable boogeyman, though. Yeah, he is kind of the shape of evil, the kind of thing that you need to be really worried about. And it it just is like, what do you want? (laughs) What do you want, movie? Do you want this? Make up your mind. If if you want Michael Myers to be that embodiment of evil, and he's just this really cool guy, he's just so cool. He gets all the women, and he has all of his his fun after hours. Yeah. Okay, then like do that, but then they like clumsily and fail to do so. Try to string along this whole narrative of you know this hysteria. It's yeah. like he he's turned us into monsters. It's just neither feels fully <laughs> fleshed out, and it just feels like they just undercut each other. Yeah, like at the end, the the mob finally seems like it's going to, you know, it's finally going to get Michael. It's stabbing him. It was killing him. Someone's got an iron for some reason. Someone's got a hockey stick. They're just doing whatever they can at this point to just put him down. And there's mm-hmm. just like no satisfaction because we're like, well, he's going to get up, right? And then guess what happens? He gets up because I get up. I, because he chumbo wumbas. Yeah. I mean, wait, yeah. because <laughs> you know we it, they've baked in too much that he is you know the shape of evil. And so, yeah, of course, we know that they're not going to kill him. He's, we know he's going to get up. And sure enough, he gets up and then he just kills him back. And it's like, well, what was the point of that? Yeah. So, sorry, before we get to that scene, let's... Also, spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. Also, so, it's too oh, late to, before we get to that scene. We got to that scene, but yeah. Well, no, because I want to say more on it because it's so fucking stupid. But... Right, right. Um, the... Uh, right, so, so sorry. So, it kind of keeps intercutting between uh, all these, uh, or I guess maybe a couple of main groups that are kind of going out uh, to hunt for Michael Myers, as well as Lori and her brood. Um, the... the Halloween brood. <laughs> um, you can't have a Halloween, too, without Lori in the hospital. Yeah. So, and True. that's pretty much where Lori is the entire time, being goddamn useless. Uh, at one point, uh, she, like, really sticks some morphine in her because... Uh, sorry, let me back up for a second. They... Get Lori to the hospital. They spend a lot of the time. He's step by stepping. He's doing it. He's step by stepping. No, I'm not. They get to the. I'm doing. I'm doing it very quickly. (laughs) They get to the hospital. The. 
uh, the mom doesn't want uh, the, uh, the granddaughter. So, so uh, sorry, I'm just going to call them by their name. So Karen is Lori's daughter. Allison is uh, Lori's granddaughter. So uh, Karen doesn't want Allison to go out and do stuff. She's like, fuck you, mom. <laughs> and then I'm going to go hunt Michael Myers. Uh, so there's that back and forth. They kind of talk back and forth. Uh, there's some weird love interest. I, I don't know where it came from uh, in the hospital between Lori and some old guy. I don't remember his name. But eventually, Ooh, officer, the... uh, sure, Hawkins, right? Sure. Do, do we want to talk about the flashback scenes? I just remembered that. No, no, no. okay. <laughs> well, I no. Continue the... with what you're saying. We can come back to it. Yeah. Okay. So basically, what happens is we're intercutting between like the hysteria and Michael uh, going and killing, uh, you know, different groups. And there's a particular. Well, when we get to the favorite kills, there, <laughs> you guys know what the fuck I'm gonna say, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> So there's the hysteria outside and then there's the stuff in the hospital and eventually they combine or, or the I guess the uh, the Michael Myers is uh, doings and killings uh, bring more and more people to the hospital until eventually the mob gets to the hospital because I don't I don't remember. Do they think he's going after Lori? Like, is that why they yes. like the mob shows up? OK. Well, I think Karen thinks that I think they go to the hospital because Lindsay's hurt, too. I think you're right. Okay, so there's there's several different reasons why some people show up at the hospital, but eventually everyone kind of accumulates into the hospital, including the police. And um, essentially, uh, sorry, we forgot to mention this before. When Michael Myers escaped the first time, it was him and one other inmate. So two inmates on the loose, one seven foot giant Michael Myers. The other guy is like a five foot Danny DeVito looking motherfucker. <laughs> so. Uh, there's kind of, uh, I think a fake out somewhere before, but essentially the other guy who's not Michael Myers is somehow, uh, shows up at the hospital and for some he gets reason, hurt in a car accident. So he yeah. goes to the hospital because he wants yeah. to get fixed. Yeah. So he goes in and then, saying, please help me. Yeah. And then for some reason, people are like, that's Michael Myers because he's wearing a uh, asylum jumpsuit, even though Michael Myers, Myers has been seen in a fucking mechanic jumpsuit and also a mask. And we know that. And he's also not trying to kill anyone right now. Get that motherfucker. <laughs> so they chase him through the hospital in their hysteria. The cops try and stop them. But Tommy's just like, no, you uh, you failed us. You you failed us tonight. Even though he's the one that fucking organized the mob to go hunt this psycho killer. But whatever. Um, so there's uh, mass hysteria going around. Nobody even really cares. Lori is just like, well, let's get out there and try and help. Because uh, uh, Karen, because they know. Or at least uh, eventually they figure out uh, like Lori initially is like, yeah, let's go get Michael. Uh, but they eventually figure out, oh shit, no, that's not Michael. We need to do something about this. Um, Karen tries to help. Um, but <laughs> she does it in the stupidest way possible. <laughs> um, so she finds the guy, gets him into like a safe place. And then for some reason, fucking locks herself on the other side of the door with the angry mob and then... well she told him to lock himself in because i think she's gonna her plan her great plan was like <laughs> i'm gonna talk down this crazy mob of yeah 100 people but 50 instead, people, people 
instead of trying to do that from the other side of the doors where she's in there and people can't just push past her, she does it from the outside and then mm. also doesn't say a goddamn word. She doesn't say fucking anything. All three main characters, because Tommy also eventually figures out that, or like Lori tells him, like, you know, that's not Michael. And then they all fucking sit there and do nothing while Lori the crowd rips a stitch so they take her back to her room no that, well that's the funny thing Lori is uh, Lori, yeah. okay so i'm sorry Lori does actually try and stop people and say like you know that's not michael and then a fucking she needs doctor, one doctor yeah i was gonna say a doctor fucking like shoves her for some reason like not like a crazed civilian like a doctor and she just goes motherfucker and needs him in the stomach so she opens up her stitches and then Lori is bedridden for the rest of the movie <clears throat> Uh, so the uh, other insane asylum guy, he's freaking out because these people are fucking frenzied. They start breaking down the doors and it's just like, that's excessive. Um, <laughs> um, and for some reason, they still haven't figured it out. But uh, eventually the guy uh, ends up uh, committing suicide by throwing himself off the building. And like, God, that one, like <laughs> the fucking viscera the and stuff that on that was, yeah the, was yeah he was, hits the ground yeah, yeah it, it was gruesome i was like brutal. jesus christ uh now so he's he, turning us into monsters yeah and then the stupid sheriff is like shut just like that up. he said it actually the worst perfect replication of what he said how he said it <laughs> you're all well, tommy, worthless tommy's right there he's like well how do we know he's always in a mask it's like look at him dude <laughs> He's like four feet tall. Danny DeVito, what do you mean? That's not Michael. You they say, the, they Michael. say the mask adds like three feet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, he's seven feet with AirPods in. We got yep. to account for the AirPods and the Tims. Yeah, but seriously. Like, I, how, look, look at him. You think that this is the shape of evil? This also, man who's just. He was oh, running away from you. He would have killed you. Like, what do you. Again very stupid and uh so then they take that valuable lesson of being like oh the monster is inside of us and then they just continue to go ahead and <laughs> on michael myers yeah, anyway fucking learn yeah. anything um i don't remember what happens really after the hospital so i'm just gonna jump to the next scene you let me know if i don't step by step you're you step by step in no, no 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 we're gonna talk about what you talked about earlier characters making horrible stupid decisions because Allison, so uh, what's his name? So Lonnie, his son, and Allison are all together. Get your ass away and from there. Get your ass away from there. And this is what Scott was talking about. Because Lonnie's dad is just like, hey, I'm going to go in alone. Don't follow me. Don't call anyone. <laughs> I'm going to go in alone and I'm going to get Michael. And they're just like, yeah, okay, dad, I love you. And it's just like, uh, clearly you don't because you let him go in there. You well, and then they just idiot. sit in the car for like five minutes and then they wait until they hear a gunshot before they go in. And like, if you were going to still... go in, just go in after him. And then they still don't call anyone. <laughs> um, so... I know because I've got the bullet that'll kill the booger man. Yeah, sorry. So I'll do it. Then they stupidly go in. Allison's boyfriend. Allison's boyfriend gets killed. She gets uh, thrown away or something. I don't really remember. Karen comes in, saves Allison by stabbing Michael in the back. Uh, But then for some reason, while she has him pinned, lets him back up and then leads him back out into the street. She uh, plays a I got your nose with his mask. Yeah, I, I don't know mask. why. Got I don't your know mask. why. 
Uh, and then that leads us to the angry mob scene where everybody starts beating on Michael. And like Scott said, some people have like an iron <laughs> for some reason. Some people have guns and don't use them. Yeah. Um, and like nine percent just have blunt objects. Nothing sharp. Yeah. Nothing that could do any real and, damage. Show them blunt objects. And nobody ever aims for his head. They're all hitting him in the back. And then and there's this big stupid long speech. I th- want to say maybe Lori says it. I don't. I genuinely don't remember. Yes. Uh, they so they're beating on him and he's down and. She's talking about and fucking Michael. So I just want to give you, sorry. The only reason I'm going a bit slower on this one is because I want to give you the proper context. I fucking joked for the entire movie that Michael Myers is going to have like an action scene where he's just like, what the, what the fuck? like a big like action hero. He's going to do fucking like martial arts moves and fucking take everyone down. And then after the angry mob beats the shit out of him, he fucking gets up and has a fucking action scene. I kid you not. Not like martial arts and stuff, but he just starts slaughtering people. I, I'm pretty sure it starts out with a guy walking up to him with a gun and he slashes his gun. wrist. The, the, because old <laughs> office, the old police officer said, and he's turning us into monsters. It's him. He then he goes to shoot gun. Michael in the and head then... and Michael's just like, why did you walk within stabbing distance? <laughs> Stab. Uh, and then he gets up and fucking kills everyone because no one runs away or starts attacking him at once and no one with firearms tries to shoot him from a reasonable distance. Uh, and then you're just like, oh, man, Michael got up and had his action scene. I guess that's it. And then for some reason, Karen stands at the top of where oh, Michael gosh, usually stands. <laughs> where Michael usually stands. We only watch it two weeks uh, and there's time. And there's a big, there's a I'm lot of people out. in the front door. There's a lot of cops. Allison sitting there. And somehow Michael Myers sneaks past all of them and kills Karen in the last two seconds of the movie. And then the movie fucking ends with Michael staring out of the window. And it is by far the most dog shit thing I've seen in a very long time. I simply would not have entered the Myers house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's, why she did that. It's, and, and I, I did say I wasn't going to try and... Again, I could have gone into so much more detail. That was my quick play-by-play, but I just kind of wanted to give context for that uh, just very quickly because I want you to understand how fucking stupid everyone is in this movie. It's ridiculous. If we had to go over every single thing, which we're not going to do because we will be here for five hours. And we still need to get to ends. We're just on kills right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, it's just I'm, so messy. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and shut my mouth because I don't trust myself to not get into too much detail. And again, I'm emphasizing that was me not getting into too much detail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm going to let you guys talk about some of your opinions on it. I'm I'm I'm. I'm shutting my mouth. <laughs> Here, Michael, I think it's your turn. We've talked yeah. a bit. Yeah, Why don't Michael, you talk please. about Halloween kills? Because you are so, the Michael guy. So for kills, yeah, it was a pretty big letdown. I mean, uh, after I said how I really enjoyed 2018, is after the, you know, the sequel, after 40 years, I thought they did a pretty, pretty overall, very solid, solid job with it. And so I was like, all right, now we're getting after that, you know, the ending of, we didn't really mention how the ending of, Halloween 2018 was kind of like Michael trapped in Lori's basement 
house on fire. And yeah. Like everyone presumably like, you're like, no man can survive this. He's going to die. So it's like, you know, really excited to see how it continues, how it goes on. And then the whole thing just felt like a whole off topic movie. Like you're more expect more of Michael and Lori going. Cause you know, he's going to survive this house fire at the end of 2018. And he's probably going to, you know, assume that he's probably going to try to go after or something. Cause that's oh, what they had set up at that point. That's right. Cause you and, don't, he disappears from the basement at the end of 2018. Doesn't he? You don't yeah. see him in the last shot. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and, I forgot and, about and that. Yeah, you don't see him and you hear him yep. breathing. Yeah. Hear him I breathing forgot about that. Yep. 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 <clears throat> so, you know, just a lot of hype built up waiting for it. And then you get this and it's like, this is it. <laughs> You spent half the movie going on this other escape patient that they thought was Michael that ended up dying. Lori's not doing anything for most of the movie because she's in the hospital bed. The whole thing just felt like a huge, like, letdown. And almost a waste of time. Because I was like, why? What is this? Sorry, sorry, Michael, when you said that, all I could see was King... uh, Oh my God, why am I forgetting his name? From uh, Lord of the Rings, King of Rohan, where he's just like, is this all you can conjure, Saruman? <laughs> but sitting yeah, in Helm's Gate, or Helm's Deep. <laughs> it's like, that's all I can think of. This is it. This is all you could conjure, Saruman. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a... I thought it was a big, big letdown, overall. <clears throat> so, what did you think of it, Scott? Your favorite movie. I mean, I feel like I kind of got to like the meat of what I the displeasure I have for this movie, because I'll in case you didn't catch it before, I'm not a fan of this movie. Significantly <laughs> less of a fan than the 2018 one. I don't think any of us are a fan of this movie, Scott. No. How dare you just, oh, imply such it, a thing? <laughs> it's it, it's one thing like if it just wanted to be this like just really stupid, mindless slasher or something like that, like that. That's one thing. But it's trying to like posit all these lofty themes and point fingers at things and it's just it's just such a mess like it just doesn't succeed in anything it wants to do and even just like on a blunt structural basis it's just like bizarre it's just like a kaleidoscope of things like the one of the first things you see in the movie is a direct continuation of a scene from the first one and it's not like you know where it stopped off with like you know the hollow women leaving the burning house or something like that it's this it's the what was it? is the sheriff lying dead in the street in some yeah. random character that probably Logan didn't even remember? I'll, let's be honest here. The show of like finding him. Him. and the fact that he survived, I'm sorry, but he got stabbed in the throat and ran over. I like we need to study this man, he could teach us something yeah. about <laughs> resisting death. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot he got ran over too, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, he was, should be super dead. But then the scene after that is like a flashback to 78, which I'll say, like, they try to recreate the style of Halloween 78. And they do it pretty well with they the, do with do the lighting, well. with the uh, how they yeah. shoot it, much more slower, more of it, more to distance. Uh, so I like that, but it's it's about the sheriff and about how the sheriff uh, could have caught Michael Myers had he not shot his partner in the neck. I was gonna say that's the only good thing I can even say about the flashbacks is that they do kind of they do they do capture that like 1978 vibe pretty well right. everything else about it is incredibly stupid the the fucking oh my god the sheriff keeps taking pot shots at michael and he keeps 
fucking missing. There's one point, I don't remember if it's in this scene or another one. There's a there's a point where Michael is walking down the stairs and the fucking sheriff or whoever the hell is like at the top of the stairs. So maximum, maximum, like three to five he is there. Three feet of separation, like maximum. And he fucking misses every single shot on the bastard. And I'm just like. And this is after shooting his partner in the throat because he's decides the place to take the shot is from the doorway. When Michael's choking out his partner, if you just walk up to him, you would have a cleaner shot. And if Michael's like, well, maybe I should probably move. And maybe he'll drop the guy, which is what you want him to do. Michael is choking out his partner very slowly with like a rope. And the other guy has a gun. Michael does not have like maybe his like big boy strength could like instantly snap the guy's neck, but he doesn't do it. So all the sheriff would have had to do was literally walk up to Michael Myers or, you know, to his left or something and put the fucking gun to his head like there was no need for him to do to try and take a a, an expert shot like and even if michael was like oh shit i need to grab the gun well guess what you freed your partner good job you did what you needed you wanted to do you fucking (laughs) dipshit dumbass (laughs) so he fucking yeah so he shoots him in the throat and yeah god and then he just misses every single shot God, Which is like it, it's stupid on its own, it's but then so like stupid. even it, like even the stupidity or lack thereof, whatever of those scenes. The thing is, like the sheriff's not a main character of this movie; he's barely secondary. I would not even consider. Well, I guess I could consider him tertiary, but that would be very qualified. <laughs> there would be an asterisk on the end of that. Yeah, like he like, but this is like the first scene of the movie. It's like this character, but this for this guy who barely shows up. Like and then immediately just goes and does something else, and then by the end they're like trading these shots with Laurie and Michael, where it's like, oh, the what will become of their their rivalry? You know, their their good natured uh, little duels they like to do. Good natured ribbings, right? Uh, but then like Laurie's almost almost secondary in this movie because yeah. she's just in a hospital bed. She doesn't do anything, but by the end they're like, oh, well, now we're finally gonna get to this. A big showdown between this character who's just nowhere this whole fucking film <laughs> and the other one it's just such a mess it just, just does not understand any sort of pacing all of the scenes feel like yeah uh, they've all of the kill scenes happen the exact same rhythm where there's these characters doing something kind of funny uh and then where'd the music go <clears throat> someone in the yeah. house and then just walking around and honestly that's like the big thing that really gets me about Halloween kills. Last thing I'll say about it is that yeah. there's just the, the subtlety that the first Halloween like was made from just isn't here. It's not like, not even like slightly. No, like th- that's what I was talking about before, you know, with you almost didn't even, if you weren't even paying attention, you wouldn't even know that Michael Myers is in almost every shot of the first Halloween. That's a bit yeah. of an exaggeration, but you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. is lurking. Mm-hmm. It is creepy. He is back there. Yeah. Uh, but every, they don't do that very much i don't think they do it at all in halloween kills in every kill scene there's the tension before was that michael could be anywhere like literally he just could be anywhere you need to keep an eye out for him but with this one it all follows the same pattern of the music the build-up is someone there michael 
you know, and th this slow buildup, which just takes all of the dread out of it, because, you know, if the, none of this, if none of these cues are there, you know, the lack of music, the characters dynamic or whatever like that changing, you know, OK, none of that's changed. I'm not in danger. The characters are going to be fine, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, it seems like a little thing, but it just goes a long way. And there's just no dread. There's just no there, there's almost no horror to the movie outside of the copious score for some of the kills. But yeah. Yeah, I'm not, so, not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, I'm not either. If and I, I do kind of want to ask this. So I know, uh, first of all, favorite kill. Uh, but I also kind of want to just ask because none of us particularly like this movie. I'm just kind of curious. Is there any scene that you genuinely like? So, OK, and I'll go first to kind of give an example uh, so for favorite kill and then like a scene that I like actually enjoyed. Uh, favorite kill is <laughs> fucking oh so yeah uh, Michael Myers uh, and actually my favorite scene uh, sorry my favorite kill and like a scene I actually enjoy these kind of correlate so for the kill um, for some reason all these characters decide to stay in a car uh, when this other lady goes out to warn some kids uh, Michael Myers appears starts pulling people and killing people in the car while the lady starts loading rocks into a fucking sling or whatever because she didn't bring a gun with her. So they're all getting fucked up by <laughs> Michael Myers. Uh, one lady, uh, I, does she get pulled out or does she like jump out? I think she jumps she out. She jumps out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she's got a fucking deagle. And she, I, I don't know where the hell she went because Michael kills everyone in the car. And then for some reason she comes back. So she's fucking walking up to Michael or walking <laughs> up need, to Michael who's time. in the car. You need a break. Yeah. He's, he's, she's walking up to him. She's got a gun, by the way. She has a, a firearm she's walking up to the car and she's like oh i'm gonna fucking get that motherfucker and she's walking up and she points to pistol and michael's just like bitch you thought and he fucking kicks at sorry i just i i want to be extra clear i am not making any of this up this she, is verified we know we she, saw it she holds the gun out right holds the gun out at arm length single-handed with a deagle so first of all you're gonna break your fucking wrist second michael fucking kicks the door so the door swings out hits the late hits the gun or hits the lady's hand so perfectly that she fucking swings it back on herself like her head like perfectly aimed at herself and pulls the trigger and she kills herself I I I do. Uh, this is the this is an an accurate description this of what happens. Mm -hmm. And I I cannot remember the last time because the 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 scene before this or like the seconds before this when the lady got out of the car, um, I was getting a little upsetty spaghetti because I'm just like, why are all of you idiots in the car and like locking it instead of going out or someone going with her or something like that, um. And Michael's there, and I, I remember I physically got out of my chair because we're we were like in Scott's living room. I got out of my chair and I was just like, "This is so dumb. This is so stupid." And then Michael starts killing people, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is so stupid." And then that's then he does the kick, the sick kick, door gun suicide move on the lady. This was the first time I've literally rolled on the floor laughing, in I don't know how mm. many years. These two can attribute. I was going to like go sit back he down in it. my chair, and that scene happened as I was sitting, and I like 
all of my muscles just gave out on me and I fucking fell to the floor and I was quite we had to pause the movie because I was in such hysterics like I'm in crumpled I, <laughs> I did mm. it, I, it was just so stupid and I was just I, I so dumb sorry just I, I so fucking dumb right but I will say for uh, the one scene that I actually did uh, enjoy about the movie is I did enjoy, actually, it takes place right before this really dumb scene happens that I just described to you, where the kids are like out playing and um, the adult comes up. Um, <clears throat> uh, sorry, the lady gets out of the car and she's trying to warn him. And they're just like, yeah, there's been this guy, you know, he's been uh, trying to play games with us, but he's just being weird. You know, he keeps appearing and disappearing. And we're just, you know, keeping an eye out for him. But it's really dumb. He's really stupid. And you know that it's Michael Myers. And one of the kids is missing because you see these kids earlier before. And she's just like, oh, yeah, he's over there. And then you see fucking Michael standing there with like the kid's bloody mask. And you're just like, and at that point, I was genuinely like, oh, shit. Like that was actually that was actually not bad. That was pretty decent because the you kids don't understand the danger. And the and the adult does. And we do. So it was just kind of that tension of like, okay, are we are like, are we going to get these kids out of here? What happened to the other one? It's just like, oh no, he's fucking dead. Like Michael fucking killed him. Uh, and that was, that, that was pretty decent. I thought it was executed fairly well in terms of having little shithead kids that don't understand what's actually happening and using that as tension to figure out where Michael is, where he's just been like stalking them, you know, classic Michael stuff. So I actually did uh, enjoy that scene. And then it led to the funniest fucking thing in the movie. So <laughs> comedy of errors does not do justice to what follows. Yeah, seriously. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you and I'm not saying that you have to have a scene you like, it's perfectly fine if you didn't I <laughs> understand. Uh, but uh, favorite kill, we'll just go ahead and keep it in order. Scott, favorite kill. And if you have one, a uh, scene you liked. Uh, I mean, I'll take the low-hanging fruit on this one. The scene yeah. where Michael uh, emerges from the burning house and absolutely lays waste <laughs> to the firefighters outside. Ooh, that was a good one. That's pretty. That's a pretty. That's pretty good. It was all over the marketing for a reason, right? Like that's mm. that. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, it does kind of. It, it, he's a pretty spry guy for in his sixties, but I'll let it slide because there are some pretty uh, gnarly kills there. I was gonna say it was cool. Still fucking stupid. <laughs> Bunch of firefighters stance and right. like, what do you mean? Fucking dumbass. Right, right. Honestly, I kind of <laughs> love it. I don't know. There's just yeah, something. It, it comes back around to being like, well, they, they there's just something they know. Like, well, it's time to do this. Yeah. Like, this guy's not right. He just walked out of that burning house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not good. Get that motherfucker. So. <laughs> So I uh, probably that I would so say firefighters is, duty is where my you, uh, positive positivity is the firefighters duty. If you don't let them save you, they fucking go beat your ass. <laughs> Get back in well, there. Well, well, well. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have to say. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> mine would have to go with probably right after Scott, Scott's scene there with the firefighters when he's in the house with like this couple. And then like, he's like, it really shows his brutality in this movie compared to like the original movies because he like kills both of them. And then after the one guy's like basically blood out, he takes like all the knives out of their like knife rack and stabs the guy with like 
all but the last one. And Keith's last one, it's just like, stabs like six knives in the guy's back after he's already bled out. It's like, let's take it easy a little bit there, buddy. But yeah. that's probably my favorite one. One of my favorite ones. Yeah, why'd you do that? I don't know. He didn't even oh, test he the last knife, testing. so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't I don't test the no, last one. I, d- I don't no, want this one. <laughs> this one. I really bad. don't want this one. <laughs> oh, baby, this one. Yeah, so overall, very dumb, very bad movie that like really tried to be uh, something profound and failed horribly. <laughs> so, final that one. leaves... Halloween, Halloween ends. ends, and I will uh, say I do I, one thing I do appreciate about the titles is that Halloween kills. It has the two L's, so it's kind of like Halloween two, and then ends because you know you can turn the, the E into a three if you're a hipster. Like if you're a hipster, I uh, saw. I mean, I see the patterns. No one else can. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this one isn't. I, I'm, I'm going to spoil this right now. This one is not as dumb as the last one, so Logan's not going to have to do a play by play for this. It does have its uh, moments, though. It does. Uh, but, Scott, do you want to go ahead and take the last for the plot synopsis? You want to go ahead and give us a quick rundown real quick and just finish it sure, out? Sure. But I loved it. I loved summarizing. Yeah, I know. That's why I keep asking you to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, well, real quick, because you mentioned marketing before. Yeah. Like, And we've talked you know, a little bit about how... It's it's been building up right now. Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers. You know the confrontation. Kills was all about they're over there, they're over there. What's going to happen? Who's next? And the marketing for Halloween ends. My goodness, it was all exclusively them. Like they're going to match up. It was like WWE legitimately was like get ready for the showdown of the century. Strode versus Aubrey Myers. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. All of the ads. That it was just Laurie fighting Michael. Like that was all this was. Uh, it was this is it. They're finally going. One must live, the other must die. <laughs> like it was all over the marketing. Yeah. Halloween ends is a movie about someone else. Yeah. <laughs> entirely. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it takes place uh, four years after uh, Halloween kills. So it's been four years, and Michael Myers it's been four uh, has years. disappeared. He's he's gone. He's all right, but the town. She still grieves. And so it, it centers, I guess, the main character, honestly, of the film. Oh, wait, what, 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 is, what is his name? I forgot his name. What is Corey. the main character's name? Corey. Corey. Corey, that's it. I was thinking Cameron. That's the other boyfriend. Uh, mm-hmm. th- there's this kid named Corey, and he's a bit of an outcast. He's, he never quite fit in before. But uh, actually, well, the film takes place four years later, but we start with uh, about... How, was it a year? I think it's about after, a year. Yeah, it's a year. I think it was 2019. I think it was three yeah, years yeah. before. Uh, where a, a flashback, uh, where this kid Corey's babysitting, and the kid's kind of a little bit of a jerk, but you know, like, all right, he's a kid. Uh, through an incredible series of circumstances, uh, do do we want to describe the circumstances in detail here? Not really in detail. Just no. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. just say that I, I, the the kid the kid through, uh, through a bizarre series of things. The kid the kid basically tries to pull like oh Michael Myers is going to get you on the babysitter, Corey. Yeah, because at this point Michael Myers has actually like it makes sense that people would actually be scared of him because no one knows where the fuck he went and he actually did kill like fucking thirty people <laughs> like right. a year ago. Right. So that makes it's yeah. worth being concerned now. Yes, <laughs> and so you know the, the the asshole kid tries to pull you know like oh wait Michael Myers could be in this house and he ends up locking Corey in the attic and Corey 
trying to get out because he's obviously a bit a little bit peeved by being locked in the attic. Yeah, uh, this is That's another a thing that bit of a I... bitch getting a little scared of being locked <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> I would simply not be scared of the attic. Yeah. Uh, this is another thing that I want to clarify. There is no embellishment. We do not. We never tell anything but the truth on chatting with Fade Comply. True. Corey kicks the door to the attic open with such force it hits the kid so hard he flies over the banister and falls three stories and dies. Yes. Spoiler alert. That's how it the movie is, starts. It is an insane way to kick off the movie. <laughs> really? Uh, is. And then we jump ahead three years later where people are, you know, Corey's been acquitted, but there are still questions of, you know, like, wow, is he the psycho baby, uh, babysitter killer that he just, did he throw him off the side? Was it an accident? It was an accident, but you know, they don't know that. Yeah. Uh, and so Corey gets exposed to, you know, the other characters that we've been following a little bit. He starts uh, dating Allison, Lori's granddaughter after I, she, she kind of hooks him up. She takes him to the hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. After some of yeah. these people who call him, you know, the psycho and mess with him, rough him up a yeah. bit, yeah. takes him to the hospital. He starts dating Allison. Uh, Lori's been doing all right. I mean, she's like writing a book about Halloween now. She's novelizing it. She's getting some royalties that way. Yeah. Uh, but then Corey's ha- has a hard time, right? Because the whole, the whole town is against him here. Yeah. Uh, to the point where some, they throw him over like a highway overpass at some point. Like, <clears throat> damn, Haddonfield, you're scary. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. where he finds where Michael Myers has been hiding for four years, he's been so, hiding uh, in a, in the sewers. Sorry, can I interrupt real quick? Because uh, sorry, I just want to point out that um, it's not just they're against Corey; they're also against Laurie as well. Like Michael it's Myers true. is gone, so they need someone else to, like, you know, lash out with their anger. And they see Corey because of the accident, but the, you know, people are just like, "Oh, is it really an accident?" Um. And they also, you know, blame Laurie for Michael. Um, and also, uh, in the beginning, there's a bunch of, uh, on, like, Halloween night, I think after the kid dies, there is a bunch of, like, I don't know if it's crime or just, like, suicides. Like, apparently the town has really fallen into, like, this super big depressive, like, everyone's just, like, it's, like, it's right. just awful and everyone's like fucking killing themselves or like killing other people and it's just really hit the shitter like it's not good it's a very right. bad vibe like horrible right uh sorry yeah so sorry i just wanted to give that a uh, little context well it's possible because michael myers has been living in the sewers and so his evil pee pee and poo poo is like yeah sp- suffusing through the, uh, the systems yeah everyone's yeah. drinking the, the evil pee or something uh, so that's where Michael Myers has been for four years. Uh, and so he confronts Corey and performs what I could only describe as a ghostwriter pen and stare on Corey <laughs> because he doesn't so kill true. him. He just kind of like looks at him and lets him go. And well, from think, then on, I think we get a bunch that, of, I think we get a bunch of flashes of what Corey's been through. Right. 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 That's and where that the pen and stare comes in where he like, yeah. he basically flashes <laughs> yeah. back to all of the stuff that's made him angry. Yeah. Uh, like the kid, the murder, the people throwing him over the overpass, which is still a fresh wound. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. feeling it over that. Uh, and then from that point, Corey starts uh, acting a little, uh, a little different, sus. <laughs> a little sussy. Uh, he he starts to like he's a he's an you know he's an affable guy you know for a while he's all right, uh, but then he starts getting a little bit intense. He starts having these ideas of the. Uh, <laughs> 
they're getting very possessive about Allison and suggesting they just leave the town. Uh, but more than that, which he starts killing people. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna mm-hmm. say, which, in all fairness, he's probably the smartest fucking character in the show because, or sorry, show it's true. in the movie because he's like, hey, let's fucking we leave this place. Go. This is a garbage right. town. It's like, let's get Corey, out of here. You're so right. Or goddamn, wait, right. Corey? Yeah, Corey. Corey, Corey yeah. you're so right. You should leave. <laughs> right. But he doesn't leave because it. I, I guess the penance stare was also Corey like signing the permission slip to become the new Michael Myers intern <laughs> because he starts killing with Michael for Michael. He brings him some sacrifices at first to build up his strength because killing in the name of evil, you know, it, it emboldens Michael. Uh, but then Corey just starts like emulating Michael Myers and he wants to be his little brother or something like that. <laughs> But he gets to the point where he actually tries to over and succeeds to overthrow Michael Myers, stealing his mask and basically taking over his gig as head teenager killer in Haddonfield. And that's kind of what the movie's about. Just like Corey becoming a new Michael Myers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. I it's very weird. I actually really like that. I will be honest. Is see because this is my problem, and I don't know if this applies to you, Michael, but mm-hmm. I feel like a big issue with some of these horror movies is people are just like, oh, it's just always the same thing over and over again, and then they try and do something different. Let's say like I, I don't know, Michael passing the torch to Corey because he is like fucking sixty, seventy years old. He's this decrepit old man now, which I. In all fairness, I can understand why some people are like, why is he decrepit now, even if it's been four years and he's been living in the sewers? Because, I mean, the last movie, he was an unstoppable force. And now in this one, he's just a guy, like a six-year-old man. wiping. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And it's just like, <laughs> I, they're wildly inconsistent with Michael Myers' fucking power level. So, um. I can understand that, but I am not against, and I'm totally for the idea if we want to go ahead and do like Michael Myers can still be a, like technically a normal person, but he's just kind of like, he's the harbit or not the harbinger, the, um, what am I thinking of? Like, uh, the carrier of just like pure evil and the idea that evil can be transferred to someone else because Corey's someone who's really been put down by the town and has always been seen as a monster, even though he's not necessarily a monster, but he's just been pushed so much by everyone around him where, where he just fucking snaps and he's just like, fine, you want a fucking monster? I'm going to be a goddamn monster. Um, or, you know, it, not necessarily that he makes that decision, but he kind of just gives up on trying to be a good person. He's just like, I'm just going to give in to the evil. Um, because there's a big theme in this movie about evil being an infection. Uh, and throughout the movie, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but when Corey first cut his hand, you know, Allison is like, hey, you know, you got to get that taken care of or it's going to get infected. And as the movie goes on, uh, you know, he keeps fucking unwrapping it and whatnot. And in the later half of the movie, Allison is just like, oh, it's infected. And it's just like, oh, get it? Cause that makes two cool. of us, baby. Because um, <laughs> I yeah, gave no. my infection out. <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> I, Evil is I, an STI. I really <laughs> like the idea of Again, because Michael Myers is supposed to be the boogeyman. And yes, you know, Michael Myers is cool, but 
it's not like he's the only boogeyman. So I kind of like this idea of the kind of like the evil transferring. The boogeyman is everywhere. It's not just Michael Myers. Like when Michael Myers is gone, it just becomes a new boogeyman. Like, and I really like that idea. They fucking copped out on it in the last 20 minutes of the film, which <laughs> pisses me off. But right. I really like the, I, I really, it was the first time I've watched a horror movie and I was like, wow, we're actually talking about some kind of, not maybe not philosophical, but kind of having a real discussion on the nature of evil and kind of just how, how is evil actually created? And, uh, you know, how is it like transferred or passed on to others? And I was like, wow, that's actually really interesting. So I, I, did I, I know a lot of people are pissed off because the marketing was like, oh, this is Laurie versus Michael. But I never really saw the marketing and I always hated the Laurie and Michael rivalry bullshit. So I was really intrigued. I was actually I really like this movie. And I and it's that's the stuff that it was going for. Not not that it was executed perfectly. Obviously, it wasn't, as I just fucking said, but <laughs> it was executed a damn sight better than kills. So, right. I really appreciated what it was going for. Micah, how do you feel about it? Because it is a it is a significant departure from other it, Halloween it, stuff. Yeah, it's a very big departure. It's I like the most Halloween three movie that a Halloween movie's been in a very long time. Yeah, I, I originally yeah. I liked it better than Kills because Kills is a very low bar. But <laughs> yeah, <so it's>, know, <laughs> after seeing it the second time, I kind of put them more closely together, just because. I mean, I understand what you're saying with like the whole evil transference kind of thing, and that was yeah. an interesting idea. But it's just the whole iconic character is Michael Myers. It's not like with Ghostface where it's like, oh, it's the the figure, and anyone can be under it, and that kind of like that's why they use all screen movies. It's a different person, and that that's cool. But right. it's like it's he is the the shape of evil himself and i know what you're saying like it can be passed on but it just feels weird that but it's <laughs> like it's always been him that's been and then you're gonna choose now at the very end all of a sudden you're throwing a curveball like oh but wait it could be someone else i was like wait, wait, wait. You, the whole thing is that it's him though he's the He's evil. He broke out of prison. He's doing all these killings, and all of a sudden, it just doesn't matter. It feels like then, well, why were we even paying? Why does it matter? You're shaping him up as the epitome of all, and now it's just. But he can just be thrown aside, like yesterday's news. But uh, it's just, yeah, it just felt see, kind of strange to me that he's the, you know, he's the cornerstone of the whole franchise, and now you're saying that someone else can be it. We have Corey, whatever his last name is going to be the new killer. <laughs> Corey Myers. See, and I see this is where I think I really differ, uh, um, I deviate. That's the word I'm fucking looking mm -hmm. for. Where that's I really deviate is because, and I get that Michael Myers is iconic, but I mean, again, I think I feel like my big issue with a lot of horror movies just in general is that it is just the same fucking thing over and over and over and over again yes michael myers is scary but like it, it, he's he's 60 like what like mm -hmm. he's gonna go at some point but sorry and but that's the, the thing that kind of no, go ahead. i was gonna say the whole thing with I, I i don't know if maybe maybe i'm just looking too far into it and maybe they didn't necessarily intend this but you know they always call him they call michael myers the shape 
Because, you know, he's evil. Mm -hmm. He shapes, he's the shape of evil. He morphs into whatever evil is. And it's just like, what, wouldn't that be the perfect time at the end for Michael Myers to do like the most fucking evil thing he can and transfer his evil to someone else? He literally morphs into a different shape. It's still evil. It's still the essence of what Michael Myers is, but he's morphed into something else. He's a new shape of evil, but evil is still around. Like, I, wouldn't that be like the perfect time for him to do something like that i don't know that's like that was my thought that's why i really liked it except for the last fucking 20 minutes of the movie where i was just like it's evil changing shape like i i thought that was such a like it could be such a good metaphor and maybe it helps that i don't have as much of an attachment to michael myers as you probably do but mm. i was just like i don't know i feel like that's honestly one of the most evil things you can do is to pass on that evil to someone else who is um not even necessarily an evil person but just based on fucked up circumstances you pass that on to them and then they continue that tragedy and that cycle and i was just like that's that's fucked up and i feel like that's mm -hmm. really fucking evil and it's like i feel like it fits really well with you know the shape it's a new shape but it's still evil um, but then they fucking abandon it in the last twenty minutes of the movie because they're fucking cowards. But sorry, mm -hmm. I, I I do not like the, as much as I like most of the movie. I do not like the last twenty minutes. I think it's awful. I don't like it at all. Well, I think that's something too with uh, what Scott was kind of talking about earlier is, earlier is that they couldn't. They never really decided on like it. It would make sense if he's he's a six year old man. It's like okay, he's not going to be able to laugh. Yeah. No, he yeah, has to pass I, on. yeah. But, but you know, they they had you know in one timeline he was part of some long time cult. They used magic to keep reviving him, and he was like immortal. <laughs> so it's like in Halloween Kills, he felt like nothing could damage him at all. So it's like if he's this immortal killing machine, then it makes sense that it would you need to keep him as the one, and he, you know, he should be the only one. But if he is just the man that's going to eventually go like, yeah, it would make sense that he would try to morph, you know, change someone else to continue on the evil. So yeah, that's and, something no, that I, if they had chosen a side yeah, on that, it would have made it yeah, I, easier to decide. I totally agree that they definitely dropped the ball when they could not decide in terms of what, if Michael was an unstoppable force or just a person, um, right. which was a huge fucking issue. Um, and they also just don't bother to explain why it's four years later and they don't bother to explain why mm. Michael is a lot weaker now. Um, they, well, the only thing do. is that they do and it makes no sense that because Wait, the, in the last one, Halloween, well, Halloween kills, you know, and I, maybe I'm grasping here, but I, Lori has this yeah. monologue at the end of Halloween kills where she's saying, you know, as Michael kills, he grows stronger. He transcends, you know, being human. He is pure evil. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm guessing because he's been four years not doing anything, he's weak because he's not killing. Because well, you know, if he's but... stronger with killing, then he's weaker without. Well, it... mm. I'm not that's saying my, that, that that's my grasping. But but why hasn't he killed in four years? Is my question. Well, that's the that thing that annoys me. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. there's yeah. there's literally no reason for there to be a four year <laughs> gap between no, kills and not ends. at all. None at all. Yeah. It makes no sense. And it annoys me because not really, only is he just the in the sewers doing nothing. That... <laughs> it's true. In the interview, Michael was saying this. He doesn't, he's like, well, yeah, it's four years later. 
why? We don't even uh, tell you why. <laughs> at the end of that, I, it's just stupid. But the yeah. fact is, too, like he leaves to go to the sewers. My man had a house. He did. He was in house. the Myers house. He could like. What do you get? The, you're afraid the bank's gonna come take it from you? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> to stay in the house? The gonna, clothes, we'll, we'll live Myers. around him. As the Joker once famously said, even I'm not that crazy to take on the IRS. No, sir. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, it's annoying Like, because there's the only reason for it, I think. And I think we talked about this amongst ourselves uh, yeah. is because they want to depower Michael to the point where he can be overthrown by this like, what is he like? 19 years old, 21 Boy. years old kid. 20 something. Yeah. Who just throws him to the ground think, and takes yeah. his mask. Like, it makes no sense. Especially if we're following the logic that the more kills he has, the stronger he gets. My man should be like God Emperor of Haddonfield by the end of kills. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does he yeah. stop? It just doesn't. I, there's no reason for him to stop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 very strange. I like I said, I really like the ideas that they put out in ends in a vacuum. But when you take in the context of kills, they they're just so all over the damn place. So right. I can totally understand why some people are upset about that. But I also think I, I do think and I know there's a lot of attachment to the character and whatnot for longtime fans. But I I think a lot of people are, at least in my interpretation, missing the point that Michael Myers is the shape that he is the embodiment of evil and evil does not, you know, Michael Myers, he he is just one guy. He is just one shape. And I feel like kind of the point of it, again, with the boogeyman, like we were talking about before, he can be anywhere. He can be everywhere and he can be any shape, size or person. You have to be on the lookout. And I really like the idea. I think it fits really well with the themes of Halloween of passing that evil on to Corey and taking a new shape. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's just not discussed enough. Or if you try and say that, people just say, and again, I'm not Michael. <laughs> I'm not saying this no, is what I you're know. saying. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but I feel like some people are just like, no, fuck you, Michael Myers. And it's just like, well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael is at least, I understand where Michael's coming from. Michael understands where I'm coming from. So we can have a mm. fucking civil discussion about it. But I feel like a lot of people won't even discuss it. They're just like, no. <laughs> but the fact that Michael Myers just is like sidelined. They're just like, nope, yeah. don't like it. Yeah. So Scott, what did you think of it? So I agree with Logan that I... I love the idea of evil as an infection, or I guess more accurately, the idea of evil changing its shape. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's a much more interesting and I would almost say mature stance to take as compared to something like Michael Myers is the evil. If we kill the evil, there will be no more evil, right? <laughs> like Michael Myers may fade away and be forgotten, but there will always be some evil. You know, you'll never truly stomp it out. And so I, I think it's an interesting new idea and direction. The problem is that it is not committed to. And if anything, yeah. it feels like an aside. Like the entire movie of Halloween Ends feels like the writers realized that you can't have a whole movie about Laurie and Michael fighting. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of invented <laughs> a movie to exist in that space. 
because the last the the infamous 20 minutes at the end there uh <laughs> basically i mean Corey's out of the picture he's dead and now it's all just laurie spoiler alert now it's just laurie oh. michael you know duking it out with in their own you know the cheekily Dropping abrasive ways yeah, he's duking duking all over the house and it's like this there's even like a whole like flashback sequence when like there's this moment where it's like he's about to kill Lori, where there's like it, it flashes back through like oh the original you know the past 40 years all of this storytelling has led to this this fight that is like between two characters that have been in this movie for like five minutes and then everything <laughs> at the end you know we're like finally michael's dead they super dead they like they mulch him like he is yeah you know he's not going to be in rush hour three like that is yes. you don't go back from that <laughs> no he's not uh and, but there's like this whole like dramatic thing like tonight this is what we do finally evil is dead like literally all of this dramatic payoff with the whole Lori michael thing with michael finally being defeated it's the payoff you know it's framed as the payoff for like these 40 years of storytelling that 40 years has not been a part of the movie for the past <laughs> like for the past movie like yeah. it is its own thing yeah. And it completely undercuts itself of evil changing shape. And, you know, that's the main focus we're trying to get here. When at the end, it's saying it's it's putting all of this emphasis on, well, Michael Myers is dead. You know, like th- this whole this is the standoff between these two important characters and, you know, taking all of the like, you know, the, the generalities out of it. Like it's these two characters. They are finally getting their big payoff. And maybe if they like hinted at the evil, like continuing it elsewhere or something like that. But it really just feels like, you know, we killed the boogeyman and then that's it. When the whole movie has been saying, well, you don't kill the boogeyman, you know, it's, it, it'll be exist in other ways. But then they don't they don't commit to it. No. And it's just yeah. the whole affair just feels like uh, an I- interesting idea for a Halloween movie crammed into a very generic idea for a Halloween movie. <laughs> and they, can- and mm-hmm. they just simply cannot share the same space comfortably. Yeah, I do think that it's a better exploration of the concept than uh, Halloween Kills offered, if only because it's coherent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although I will be honest, I did kind of get like Rob Zombie's Halloween vibes from how like, how they give uh, Corey his like origin story into becoming Michael Myers because it's mm. not, actually not that dissimilar and it, it's a little weird. Uh, I don't it, it know one, if I agree with that. Things. Well, it's more of like more of the idea of like. Like giving this fully nurture? fleshed out backstory for become evil oh. whereas you know michael myers was just be evil you know sorry i thought you meant like ha- like their backstories i was just like what no no not in the minutia oh, but more in like okay, the generalities okay. of giving evil the backstory okay you know, and sorry the... yes yeah. that that makes more i thought you meant i was just like um no they're not the same at no, all no no no, no. <laughs> okay my, sorry uh, no Corey no, 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 no. <laughs> no i was about to say you know they, they didn't have weird family lives maybe they're not so dissimilar but anyway you know it's I mean, this weird is, yeah it, 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 it crosses its wires and it doesn't make the point it's trying to make i and it's it's just it's a misfire in my opinion yeah no and okay so that makes more sense the only defense i will say of uh how they give Corey's backstory besides the very explicit you know obviously like 
the town blames him for the child death. Uh, in Rob Zombie's Halloween, it was very clear and very explicit that they're like fucking like white trash and everyone in their family is like a god awful person. Right, right. At least in Corey's uh, background, especially with his family, it was a lot more subtle. Like you understand that the mom is like super overbearing and that's probably pretty annoying. But then there's that one fucking part where she slaps Corey and then tries to like kiss him on the lips. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like that one scene is very just like, okay, so there is something. And then his dad goes, I hope you find love. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's in the armchair. Apparently that's his uncle. I read something. I'm not sure. I don't know. But it's not really established very clearly in the movie. It's it's some relative who just is sitting in a chair in the corner and just goes, Hope you find love. Yeah. Well, no, (laughs) but it's this, it's the same guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same guy from the junkyard. Uh, right, or right, the right, right. mechanic place. So he has shown up before. But in that one scene, you're immediate. you're like red flag pops up. You're just like, OK, maybe there's something to this overbearing mother that we're just like, maybe there's a darker part to it that we just have not seen. But the movie is hinting at. And I I the only thing I'm saying or the, I guess the only defense is that's a way more subtle than fucking rob zombies backstory so that oh, made yeah. me a bit more oh, okay yeah. with it but i i do understand where you're coming from where it is the difference of giving evil this backstory versus just being like uh no he's just fucking evil <laughs> right yeah and i just can't really get over the fact that there's just so much stupidity like honestly and uh, here's the other please. thing too like like there's a like, there's not only stupidity, but I just don't like any of the characters. Like, it, there's like no fun in Halloween Ends. I'll be honest. Like, mm-hmm. it is just, it's just not. It, it's just mm-hmm. not fun. It's not satisfying seeing some of these people die. There's just people are, everyone's horrible. There's like even like the main character, like Lori's fine. I like Lori. She has some good moments. Yeah. Allison's just really abrasive in this one for weird reasons. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they're implying like the infection might be spreading to her a little bit, but it doesn't. That's not. It's not really put across very well if it is. I was going to say, I do, yeah, Allison's character, I do agree, is a bit weird and abrasive. I can understand if maybe they had taken some time to explain that the death of her mother has really affected her in a negative way, but they never do. So it's like, no. That is a very easy solution to why Allison's being like so like standoffish and like just aggressively weird like i can assume that maybe it has something to do with her mother but i don't fucking know because this movie never gives me not even like i don't need it spelled out to me but i would like some sort of hint that that's why like but they never bring it up and it's just like thank you 10 out of 10 (laughs) and even then that would be just like an incredibly reductive thing like oh this is the singular reason you know but I mean, it would be a reason. It would be something, though. No, you're, I'm not, I agree. Like, it would be something. Like, they, yeah. it's just, it's just nothing. Uh, at the none moment. of the, it, there's nothing. All, I know. And they yeah. try to push some romance between Laurie and Hawkins. I'm sorry, I don't see it. It's just awkward. That yeah. It I those scenes I they were kind of charming though. I like how fucking awkward Laurie is. I. I right. She, I, she, I, I do like she that. like she like me for real like, for real <laughs> for real for real, for real. <laughs> right well because you know yeah it, it because you know she's she's not been in the game for a while you know like that yes. it was mm. it's kind of charming but it was also yeah. like 
with these characters like i don't they, they don't yeah, really it was a bit weird they, yeah they it, it, it's a weird kind of like forced chemistry sort of situation yeah it's but not I, the yeah. worst chemist it, it's in terms of forced chemistry definitely not the worst i've ever seen though i i, I do right. think that they did chat with each other pretty easily i i right. do understand where it did kind of fucking come out of nowhere and i agree but we could have done much worse <laughs> right right so uh but yeah like i said last 20 minutes absolute just garbage characters make really stupid decisions they they completely abandoned the evil twisting shapes or sorry uh, morphing shapes uh because cory fucking kills himself after he fails at killing laurie laurie is really dumb and like well no he doesn't do that he he holds out long enough for michael to finish the job that's true um, i forgot about that but that does remind me of that like absolutely stupid decision where he he does stab himself. He, the, the intent is to die. Yeah. And then Laurie, for whatever reason, removes the knife. And from, holds so we can it. have like a it's almost like a, a perfect sitcom record scratched moment where she's holding the knife and he's on the ground. And then Allison shows up at that moment. is like, I can't believe you did this. It's like this is literally this well, is like full house levels of writing here. Well, no, yeah. but OK, here's my one point to that is throughout and i, I didn't actually th- uh, notice this until i was watching a review and someone else pointed this out uh allison's car has always had that rattling muffler and when you watch that scene you can actually hear the car pulling up and the muffler rattling so Corey knew allison was going to come in that's so Sorry, I just like to give credit where credit's due. That wasn't him necessarily just doing that and her showing up coincidentally. He heard her outside and was like, I, I don't know why he decided to do this again. But he's just like, yeah, no, it's like one last final fuck you. No one else can have her. Going to kill myself and try and frame you for it. Now, Lori taking out the knife is fucking stupid because, first of all, don't do that. Second of all, don't do that for the other reason, as in, if you pull the knife out, you're definitely killing him. Because if you get stabbed with something, you're not supposed to pull it out until you have proper, like, equipment to try and treat it. Like, Lori definitely guaranteed that he was going to die. Like, <laughs> right. Like, that car thing is a cool detail, but that's that's why I'm annoyed. Like, there was no reason for her to, to take out the knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I totally anyway. agree. Yes, yes. Right, no, sorry. It, it, it makes that awkward sitcom moment like, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. Like, are you 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 should know better, Laurie Strode. <laughs> Laurie Strode should know better. Absolutely, a hundred percent. But then, yeah, like I said, th- so those are really stupid decisions. And then Allison leaves, and then uh, fucking, which again, like Corey was in the well, I guess he was actually in the mechanic jump shoot jump suit the whole time, which actually I like as a little detail because you know Michael Myers is always in a jumpsuit. Fucking Corey was in one because that's where he works the whole time. So that was kind of cool. But, um, uh, you know, the Michael Myers mask is right there. So, I mean, I guess she was a bit, you know, just like, oh, what'd you do? But Laurie could have been like, look, he's got the Nothing. fucking mask. Like, <laughs> he's got it. Uh, but then, right. yeah, Michael shows up. Some For some reason, Corey's still alive. Maybe like it's his evil, like, you know, evil always comes back. And Michael's just like, I'm taking that back. Uh, <laughs> um, but then they have He's a really a great st- champ. My turn. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a really stupid fight. Uh, and then Allison comes back and somehow fucking snaps Michael Myers' arms. I don't, I don't know how she did that. It was impressive. Uh, and so then, strong. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it, it the last 20 minutes is filled with just really really stupid decisions like in some like fucking slapstick fighting. My favorite fucking part is when like Lori stabs Michael in the chest and she's like uh, leaning over him and Michael's just like bitch you thought and sits up and flings her against the fucking <laughs> fridge with See, just his like weight of him sitting up, which I was just like that's fucking funny. <laughs> See, that's fun. Like that's yeah. him like remember i sit up all the time and now he's yeah. using it as an attack that's fun like the whole showdown idea i mean that that's like a fun idea but then the whole evil infection thing's not fun you know yeah and it's it, just it was a weird a, clash yeah it was a big clash of tone <laughs> it really was right and it was dumb <laughs> but yeah then they threw him in a meat grinder and apparently everyone in haddonfield is coming along um they're doing great and it's it's weird just and then allison actually fucking finally leaves haddonfield it's like good should have done that like 20 years ago uh but so that's good that she finally gets out because obviously you would want to do that after everything you've been through in that goddamn town um and then laurie does end it saying like oh you know evil never truly dies it changes shape or whatever you know oh that's cool but it would have been cooler if you had actually committed to that idea. So again, it's them playing. They 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 wanted to have their cake and eat it too, and mm-hmm. you can't do that. So oh, they they dove into the cake head first. Like they there was did, no and there. it was just like ah, you can't say that and then abandon the storyline that fit that theme and then try and bring it back. It's just like ah, no, fuck off. <laughs> it's so much weaker because of that. Right. <sighs> so. I have I have a weird question though. It seems like we're yeah. like drifting lazily into wrapping up territory. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, as we maybe move into general thoughts to wrap yep. things up, Michael, I'm really curious as to what you mm. might think of this. Like this is its own little trilogy here. Like, how do you think this trilogy is gonna like last in terms of just like over time compared to something <clears throat> like the Thorn trilogy? Like, what do you time. think this is gonna last? Um. I feel like I might kind of move into the territory of the Rob Zombie uh, duo, kind of. I think it's pretty, from what I've seen, like, it had a, I mean, it started off fantastic with 2018, could have gone, been one of the the better, uh, like, sections in the timeline or its own timeline of the Halloween franchise. But I think these last two movies are really just going to tank it. They seem to be very generally unliked by the uh, community. I think I told you guys, I even heard yeah. at that haunted house the other week that apparently there's like a petition online to like completely redo Halloween Ends now or the ending of oh it, my something God. like that. Which, I mean, so... won't work because one, it won't work, but two, Blumhouse doesn't have the rights anymore, so they're not going to do any other yeah, movies in that timeline. Oh yeah. it's, not, it's not like Game of Thrones season eight level of bad come on but right. um so i've seen some pretty angry reviews from people that are fans of the series on like very oh, like, I have people two. saying this is their yeah mm-hmm. their least favorite of all of the halloween totals included halloween movies like total included that and i think they said this is their least favorite i think it's just because i know that i would about... say yeah yeah but and I it's think definitely I... on the low end for me of of them i think mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's probably gonna 
I said the last two movies. The the first one, the direct sequel to 1978, was a very solid start to it. And then they kind of just fucked it. Uh, it kills. <laughs> they just drifted somewhere right. way off, and then couldn't bring it back for the ending. Yeah, I th- I I can kind of see where you're... I think ends is going to be too divisive to mm-hmm. really keep it because you have people like me who really enjoyed it and don't have like the attachment to the character and there are people that only watch the series because of michael myers so i can understand where they're coming from but i i think it's going to be too divisive and unfortunately unlike the you know no i'm not even going to bring that up i'm not bringing it up i'm not bringing it up i'm leaving it you know what i'm going to bring up i'm not bringing it up someone else say something (laughs) yeah i i definitely think it's going to be divisive i feel like it's going to be one of those movies like last jedi where it gets it's uh, it's it little devoted following because there are ideas, you know, unique to the film yeah. that, you know, try and elevate the material a little bit. And there are going to be people like uh, someone I won't name who, but who's in this podcast right now who appreciate <laughs> that, you know, and key Ooh. into that. Uh, and so I think that it's going to, I feel like if anything, that this trilogy will probably endure just by virtue of being kind of different. Like yeah. it failed in what it wanted to do, in my yeah. opinion, like yeah, miserably. Say, yeah, but it it yeah. it still had these like like you can't really compare Halloween Kills and Ends to other Halloween films, and I think that's to its like its legacy's benefit. Like yeah. the Thorn trilogy got bonkers, like it got real bonkers. But the it thing is, like bonkers. underneath the bonkers, it was still you know more Halloween, right? Michael gets out. Michael does some. Uh, you know, some hijinks, you know, a little bit of mischief. Uh, but and but the fact that there's just all of this weird mythology around it makes it like worse. But Kills and Ends at least like tried to shake things up. And it has, you know, ideas that it just didn't capitalize on. Yeah. So I I mean, obviously, time will tell. Maybe some people will never get over the fact that they just kind of sidelined Michael Myers at the end there. Uh, and I, obviously they're going to have to try and restart again, if only because the rights are shifting around and they won't have access to what's uh, been done before. And they can't really continue off of what's been done here. Yeah. Which I will say I appreciate. I appreciate that even if, you know, we all know there's going to be another Michael Myers movie, probably. Uh, if only because people got mad he wasn't in this one. And so the studios are going to feel pressure to put him in the next one. Uh, mm. At least we have a timeline with some finality here which I don't know if you can really say for the other ones, Michael, maybe you can weigh in on this. Did like they, there was some ambiguity at the end of the thorn trilogy. Yeah. And uh, you can see Halloween too. I'm not sure how vague that should be. Cause there were a couple cuts of that one. The original but, uh, Halloween two. They... No, Halloween two, not Halloween two. Rob Zombie's Halloween two. Rob Zombie's Halloween two. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. But the, 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 at least the thorn stuff that ends kind of like, ambiguously right like it doesn't definitively end yeah i'm trying to remember like tom it's been a little bit since i watched six but it was like yeah like tommy doyle like injects michael this weird like serum goo thing or whatever that i think is supposed to kill him i think the body like vanishes too so you don't know what happens to the body kind of type thing so yeah that was a little that ended different kind of ambiguous like you're saying and then yeah. obviously with the uh, h2o and resurrection kind of two movie thing there that was like turn around ends and 
because like he kills almost everyone in the house. Not and... Buster Rhymes though. Not Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes fights him though. And, and then this, he, gets, he gets like electric. He gets like electric. Yeah, karate, and he gets like electrocuted, and then they, they. I think they kind of kill him in that one, too. But mm. I don't know if it's another more ambiguous killing. This was definitely the most definitive killing of. We saw the body get minced into a ton of minced meat pieces. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he's <clears> fertilizing my garden seen. right now. Yeah, they, they haven't shown. <laughs> That much definitive, he did. Yeah. And any of the other ones. Yeah. <clears throat> well, on that note, guys, I'd like to go ahead and give you the latest Earth update. They just pushed through the new patch now. We got some bi- uh, bug fixes. Uh, some mirrors will now Ooh. reflect as they should. Uh, some people weren't able to equip their shoes, so that's fixed. Uh, heads won't clip through pillows oh, anymore, no, so people. Michael, you're, yeah, so yeah, that's fixed for you now. And the smell mm-hmm. of strawberries has also been fixed. Oh, okay. That's and... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Anyways, uh, uh, sorry, right, I, I was about to wrap it up, but forgot, we forgot to mention our uh, favorite kills from the movie. Um, you first, Logan. Yeah, no, I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, because honestly, again, this is. They I feel like this is why it differs. Yeah, no, they, they weren't, weren't as strong. strong. Kills. Um, yeah, like, I, to give kills credit where credits due, they had some gnarly deaths. They did. Um, and this doesn't really have anything that's. I'm trying to think of something that like really sticks out as being like a memorable. Oh my. Yeah, because a lot of it really focuses, again, Corey does most of the killing in this movie. Um, right. And he's not and... as creative as Michael. Like, Michael will no, sometimes no. arrange the bodies. It'll like, put them in a nice pose or something like that, hang them from yeah. the ceiling. And I was going to say, I feel like a lot of this actually isn't, uh, or a lot of the kills in this movie aren't focused to be like, oh, look at the spectacle of this. It's more like, no, this is Corey slowly transforming right. and becoming evil so they don't really focus necessarily on the spectacle of it rather what right. it means um right it, it leads to a lot of it honestly just kind of feeling i mean i mean of course it's killing i was gonna say it makes it feel almost mean but you know yeah. there, there's no, some I sort mean, of you're, like yeah there, you're 100 right. there's like a fun a fun to it but like the main killing scene in the junkyard where all those teens that bully <laughs> them get got yeah, it, it's it's, very... it's just it's like not uncomfortable in like a gore sense it's just like there's just like a darkness to it it's just yeah it's bleak honestly it's yeah it's very yeah no i totally agree so i don't i don't know can we do we even want to put like favorite kills in this because i mean like it almost feels kind of weird because i i I think you're right there is kind of and again i feel like that's kind of on par for the tone of most of the movie where yeah it is dark it is bleak it's evil I mean, honestly, the, the the two kills that I remember, yeah, like being distinct for their killness, would be first one Michael Myers because you know yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna bring that up. He, yeah, he, does, he not only dies, he dies like, like five times. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of dying mm-hmm. for Michael. But then the other memorable one I would say would be when uh, the very first one, the kid that Corey kills on accident by God, kicking yeah. him over the side of the <laughs> yeah. railing, which which he, I'm sorry, he had to get some height on that one because that was yeah. not a big kid yeah. and that was a tall railing. 
Well, and, okay, sorry. I wasn't actually thinking, because I think you're talking about when they put Michael Myers in the actual grinder. I was actually thinking about the first kill that Michael Myers has in the movie, where he's, like, stabbing the guy. He's not super good at it. And then he, like, gets into his rhythm, and then he stands up, and he's just, like, mm. like kind of almost like getting some power back. Yeah, I was referring like, to the meat grinder. Yeah. Sorry, I was referring to his first actual meat one where he kind of, like, where Corey's like, show me how to do it. And he's just like, here, this is, you do this, and then you do this, and then you do that. <laughs> but then he kind of gets it back, and he's just like, ooh, all right. Feels good. <laughs> or it's the DJ, honestly. That's like the only other one that's like pretty pretty creative. Ooh, in terms of... my DJ oh, one. oh, sorry, Michael. <laughs> no, it's fine, because I wanted to give the kill to Michael anyway. My favorite one is when Michael kills Corey and gets his mask back. <laughs> <laughs> the king is back, baby. Long live the king. Long live the king for about another then, 20 yeah, minutes. For whatever reason, Corey gets like stabbed, stabs himself through the neck with his big-ass knife, and it gets pulled out. He's bleeding out, but then Michael gets, tries picking the mask up off the ground, and Corey's like, wait, I'm not dead yet. And Michael's like, I can fix that. (laughs) Say, Michael's like, I can help you with that. (laughs) Don't you worry, bud. And then, like, snaps. (laughs) One last lesson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, the last thing is DJ one, just because he cuts off the tongue and the tongue goes on the record and it goes right, right, right. Yeah, and I mean, he's a DJ and he says something along the lines of like, "Oh, once I get in your ear, like you can't get me out." And so. Mm. Or he's just like, chop your fucking tongue off. You can't talk anymore. Oh, I mean, no. you're dead, so you can't talk admit, anymore anyway. But <laughs> that's true too. I have to oh, admit, him killing those, him killing those kids in the junkyard. I did not feel that bleak about because those kids are fucking assholes and well, we're okay. kind of terrible people to them. So, I, I'm minus not disagree- the one girl. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing about that. I think it's more so just how, like, they don't play it for like a lot of horror movies do they don't play it for like a spectacle they don't play it for Mm, like this is just kind of him he's he's just like no like this is me killing you and it's just like that's it's dark it's just like it's not vindicating it's not like the typical horror at least i didn't feel like it Mm. it seems like you did michael which is fine but no no typical like horror movie cliche where it's it's intentionally unlikable characters so you feel some glee when they get you know mischief yeah but uh, I I did not feel that it was just just dark, just angry. Well, I, and I think the thing that really sold it for me is that he did end up actually killing the one girl that was more so a victim of association, because she yeah, was like the right. one person that, that kept sucked. trying to get them people to back off. And so yeah, no, I mean I kind of feel the same way. I didn't necessarily feel bad for them. Because they were being assholes, so it did kind of have that horror movie thing. But then, again, the actual act itself was very bleak. And then he took it that one step further. Again, being evil and just saying, you know, you're associated with it. Getting rid of you, too. Like, I I don't care if you were trying. I don't care if you were trying to be nice or anything like that. It doesn't matter. Bye. Dead. It's just like, ugh. Ugh. (laughs) So... Yeah. Um. So, uh, I guess we can just real quick overall uh, impressions of that. Um. Uh, I don't think we gave overall impressions yet. Uh, I thought again, pretty good. A lot of ideas that I really liked. Definitely executed better than kills. Uh, a lot more. Uh, 
Uh, and they do kind of kind of come back to a bit more subtlety in terms of uh, the stuff that's happening, which I do appreciate. Um, I don't like the last 20 minutes. Uh, characters still do stupid fucking things. Uh, but overall, I, I did. I did. I did enjoy it. I think it, it. I like the ideas. It needed a more skilled hand behind the pen. Yeah. And I still don't feel like it, there's a lot of good genuine like horror to the movie in the same way that kills mm -hmm. you know it, every every scene where a kill happened felt very by the numbers it felt very much you know like the typical you know the tells they're always there like you know we're safe unless we have the tells you know the yeah. music the character dynamic shifting and it's it's kind of annoying because you know this is a series that's really known for that subtlety that whole man behind the bush you know he's lurking he's stalking i mean heck that's the whole premise of michael myers in dead by daylight he peeks from a distance right <laughs> like that's that's michael myers and it it kind of, i don't know i don't want the same thing over and over again so i understand them doing it you know every, every film every film needs to be, be aware of Aldo. but at the same time you know it speaks to a certain level of you know, again subtlety and just this creep that the boogeyman could be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, 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 uh, I like Scott, the ideas of Hans, but Scott, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, what's up? What's up? I'm going to have to ask you to, to, to wrap up your sentence because your mic is fucking up horribly and I'm not uh -huh. editing it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's my thoughts. Thanks, Scott. Michael. <laughs> um, I also agree with you. I liked it. Better than kills, if only by slightly a little bit. Um, I cut. I mean, it's kind of a letdown from being the. I felt for being the. I partly because of how they advertised it, and then just for the fact that it is the the ending of the the trilogy, and then they chose to just kind of take it, and I mean, we kind of talked about this before when after we all watched it, how it felt like it was two different movies they kind of tried pushing together and could have felt like it would have flowed nicer if they had split it up and had actually stuck with either we're making a movie about Corey taking over as the shape or we're doing it with Michael and it just was like the two different things being pushed together in the one movie kind of felt like neither end of it was really fulfilling neither like storyline of it got to the full height of where it could have been but yeah. uh still still an enjoyable watch overall yeah all right well as scott fucking perishes under the <laughs> balls of under his the mic, weight of two of him yeah um i'm gonna go ahead and uh wrap this up so i do appreciate if uh, if you've made it this far this is probably gonna be a pretty long episode we've been going at this for a while three hour podcast <laughs> yeah uh, thank you for all for uh, joining us on this episode of Chatting with Fit Accompli, where we kind of went over uh, the entire new trilogy, I suppose, or the latest trilogy of Halloween. Uh, appreciate you boys for uh, stopping by with me, especially before October ends. <laughs> I feel like it's appropriate. October's uh, ending? Oh, no! Uh, and then they didn't update that in the bug fix! <laughs> Shit! Um, yeah, and thank you everybody for listening. Have a great rest of your uh, whatever. I'm done doing that joke. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. He already gave up on me.